Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. You know what that sound is? You drinking a Coke? Yes, that's the sound of caffeine going down my throat because it is late. <laughs> it's very late. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Magic Our Way. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. And it is a late night recording that we're doing. Yeah, yes, it know, is. I'm pretty sure you're Danny. I hope you're, so. You're the same guy I've been recording with for the past, I guess, year or so. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's definitely you. <clears throat> Should I get out my magic bands and you can scan me to make yeah, sure? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Okay. That RFID trip thing. <laughs> Having that band or. Or something like that. I don't know. I got a reader or whatever. But yeah, we're recording this late because uh, we have a pretty busy set of weeks coming up in the land of, well, me, <laughs> mostly. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, um, it is your fault. Yeah, it is my fault. I'm playing a lot. Uh, it's, it's Tis the season. So it's like feast or famine with me. I mean, that has nothing to do with why I'm tired. I'm tired because I had to get up early for something else. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but yeah, otherwise this would be your fault. Yeah, yes, it would be my fault. But that's okay. Okay, but we're still going to one. Make sure we get a show to you guys this week. Um, you know, I'll just I'll just throw it out there. I say, hey, h- hello, everybody out there in Twitter land and hey. Facebook land, our new friends out there that we met online uh, uh, through Twitter and stuff. Uh, Hopefully you're listening. You got a chance to listen to one of our shows, and you liked it, and you're sticking around, and uh, you get to listen to this one because you know I actually get to say hey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with my own voice instead of trying to type. But you know that discovering that whole way of using Twitter was was really a trip. Yeah, that was an eye opener. When you started doing that, pff, wow, I, Kevin, you know, I, I talk about not being able to sleep. Kevin really has been responsible me, for me not sleeping the last couple of days because I always sleep with the phone next to my bed just in case my wife should have to call or about anything going on with my daughter. Yeah. And um, I, it starts it starts early in the morning where you just hear that constant ding, ding, ding. And every time I would look over, it's a new Twitter follower. Yeah, it was pretty neat. You were putting in work. Yeah, I did some work. I was a friend of mine, uh, Greg of the Vader series, he was telling me about how to, because I never knew how to do the Twitter thing. And I know this intro is going long, but whatever. I, I got to explain <laughs> this because I never knew how to tweet or do the whole tweeter thing. To tweeter. Uh, Twitter thing. You know? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but I mean, um, he kind of gave me a rundown of how it works and everything else. I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Well, so I started doing some things, you know, introducing myself to certain people. And that led to other people, which led to other people and followbacks and all this kind of business. And, you know, I, I've gotten into the habit where it's like, you know, if I get a new follower, I like to thank them for following us and say hey and stuff like that and kind of uh, talk about the show a little bit, you know. Uh, see if they'll give us a listen and get some feedback from it, you know. And uh, yeah, we've got we've got got quite a little uh, uh, following on Twitter now, which is actually nice, you know, which is a good thing, you know. And then that that translated into other things that make us happy. So, um, you know, we just want to say hey, and hopefully you enjoy the show. If if you guys, like I said, I, and I think I tweeted this out to a lot of you guys, if you have any opinions on anything that we talk about, man, we'd love to hear it, you know. We're, uh, uh, I like we like talking with other Disney people, you know. We really like talking to each other, but you know, th- I know there's more than just me and you <laughs> out here in the country that love love this whole Disney thing, or you know, or else we wouldn't be doing a freaking podcast on it, <laughs> and you wouldn't be listening to it, you know. Yeah, and uh, and as much as we love to hear from y'all, try we love to hear from y'all after eleven. 
<laughs> that that that's optimum hearing hearing from you time. Eleven a.m. or eleven 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 a.m. Okay, let's say eleven a.m. to eleven p.m. Yeah. And anywhere between there, we love to hear from you. Anywhere between that, that that's that's Danny time. That's Kevin. Time. So that's 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 Central 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 Standard Time, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like British time, if you're in the British Isles at eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. There you go. Something like that. But it's all good. Well, we appreciate everybody following us and everything else, and uh, yeah. a lot of the new friends that we've met. I haven't ha- I happen to have a, a chance to chat with a little bit. And Disney. that's a whole neat thing about Twitter. Uh, was that I was able to directly talk to people that were you know they're actually interested in following us and everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, I remember stories of like Kevin Smith. Uh, he he does a whole podcast network thing, Smotco and all that kind of. It's one of my favorite podcasting. Uh, things and he oh, oh his wife always just talk about how he constantly was on twitter tweeting stuff and you know I, I now i understand why you know he was actually just i mean he's one of those humble guys that you know he just likes to talk to his fans and everything else mm-hmm. you know try to connect with them and that's i get i'm so i'm assuming is what he was doing it was just, he was literally chatting with his fans yeah uh, all his followers and stuff you know and of course him being kevin smith has a bunch of fans so <laughs> i can understand how he'd be almost constantly all day because me i just a couple hours in the evening and boy, man, I was I was just I was going at it, you know. Well, I was I was enjoying the whole tweet experience. You know, I haven't had it happen much lately, but there was a time when following Kevin Smith, you didn't see any other tweets. Like right. no matter who you were following, when Kevin Smith got started, mm-hmm. I mean, he just kept going. And so, like, you might have like one of the guys I'm following. I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, like Kevin Nash. I like yeah. Kevin Nash, um, and he'll tweet something out, but it would always get buried in. Uh, his Kev- stuff, yeah. Kevin Smith posts. Yeah. So you would never see your 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 more um the, the tweets from guys who like you know once right. a, like somebody will tweet out a joke once a day or something. Right, like. right, right, right. Yeah, I think I think he's kind of calmed down a little bit with it, but you know. yeah, he he definitely has. Yeah, but he's I, gotten I, busy. Well, I'm on the I'm on the bug, and I, I enjoy it. It's it's a neat little experience. But mm-hmm. so I just want to say hey to all you guys out there, and we'll, we'll get into more detail as we go on with the show. But you know, how about it, man? Let's get right into the show. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is news time here on the queue. We got a lot of stuff to talk about because a lot of stuff's been happening uh, pretty much that has come out in the world of Disney. Um, first things up, man, we got uh, the announcement at the Disney shareholders meeting that um, they're going to do Incredibles 2 and Cars 3, both of which are currently in development. Um, they, uh, Bob Iger announced this at a shareholders me- meeting this past Tuesday. Um, talking about the two movies that are coming out in the near future. Uh, he didn't, of course, he didn't go into any major detail um, uh, about what the plot lines are going to be for either one of those stories. But, um, you know, uh, it, it could come out sometime in 2018 or uh, 220, you know, some some ways down the road. Definitely past the, uh, the Star Wars stuff that's coming out. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think of all that, man? You, you, Cars three. Where are you going to go? No, with no, Cars that, that was that was what I thought about Cars three. Oh, is that what you, uh, was it? Yeah, that that period of silence before you spoke again. Oh, that was my thoughts on Cars three. Oh, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> I was just about to say. I, I mean, I'm not sure whether. Well, I guess it's going to be more Mater, of course. Didn't we say all we needed to say in, in Cars two? Wasn't that enough? <laughs> Did, <laughs> oh, and we, yeah. we really need to tell another story about this. Yeah, I, we, I don't. We got the little Mater tunes. You got the. Yeah. 
Yeah. First two movies, it got a whole land. I, you know. Which I like the little Mater stuff. Yeah, those are kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife, I, I did too. And, and and he's he's a he's a good character in short doses. <laughs> right. You know, a whole movie. Eh, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't hate it that much or anything like that. I mean, I, I like I like the first one. Um, but yeah, I, I like I said, I, I felt like I saw as much as I needed to see of those characters then and there. Hey, well, what would they do? With, like, I, I'm starting to imagine things with the third one, like. Uh, and all of a sudden, like, uh, um, what, what's his name? Light McQueen is now the older car. Yeah. And then the, now there's a new young buck on the horizon, and he ends up training him, you know? He becomes the, the Hudson Hornet. Yeah, he too. becomes a Hudson Hornet. <laughs> and then he meets somebody that's kind of like him, and it's just like, a, oh, my God, I, I, I've been in your shoes. I know exactly what you're thinking about. And you're like, you don't know what I'm thinking about, old man. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah you know. You know. Yeah, you can't race. You don't know what you're doing. You know, that, that kind of th- I'm starting to picture that kind of thing. Happening. Yeah, well, who knows? I mean, uh, I, I would save that. I would save yeah. that, that, that brilliant storyline. Um, but Incredibles 2, I uh, I actually, I can see. Well, I know. I, no, no, there's definitely more stories that could have been yeah. told. I mean, that that's one that does lend to 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 further stories. Yeah, but um, I'd I'd like to. Uh, what's that? The Underminer ends the movie. Yeah, I'd like to see them take on the Underminer. I would too. And in fact, they should make that the whole opening. Like when they do the opening credits, I think they should it, the the whole opening. You know, the scenes that are going on mm-hmm. behind the credits should be them fighting the Underminer. Yeah, I, I and think- then move on with the story. <laughs> I think everyone has like a, a shameful Disney secret. Mm-hmm. You know, The Incredibles was mine. It wasn't that I didn't enjoy The Incredibles. I liked The Incredibles. I bought yeah. The Incredibles. I just never quite dug The Incredibles on the level that so many other. I never got it. it, it it's so many people look at it as like the best thing that Pixar's ever done. And oh, it, really? Yeah, and it's barely. You know, it, it might be in my top five. I don't know, but it's, right. it's definitely not top three. I mean, I like it. I like the whole. I like the movie. Toy Story or Incredibles? I I pick probably still pick Toy Story. Right. Okay. You know? uh, Finding Nemo or Incredibles? I probably pick uh, Incredibles. I see the other, that. I'd go with the Finding Nemo. On oh, really? That one. I yeah. like Finding Nemo. I, I you know. Ratatouille or Incredibles? Oh, that's a tough one. Because I really like Ratatouille. I really enjoy. I that was one that I walked in there, and maybe that was a problem. I walked into Ratatouille expecting not to like it and loved it. I walked into The Incredibles because I I love comic book movies. Right. I love superheroes. I walked in there and expecting to be thrilled, right. and um, it was great. It was exciting. But right. Kind of felt it was a little too busy, too much. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Too much going on at all times. I mean, just. <sighs> I like the action of it, but uh, I don't need to be that overwhelmed. Overstimulated? Yeah, kind of that, that's kind of as weird as that sounds. I didn't think about that, you know, and now that you mentioned it. It's like, well, yeah, I guess there is a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe for the, uh, for the short attention span person kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's still a neat movie. What about Up versus uh, Incredibles? You know, probably up. I hate yeah. to say it, but probably up. I'd probably say up too. Up was incredible. I mean, yeah. just in the beginning, <laughs> that whole opening sequence alone, that storytelling was just wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, what about the sequels to Toy Story? Toy Story two, Toy Story three, up against the Incredibles. What would you go with? I'd probably pick Toy Story three. I mean, I like Toy Story 2. I like Toy Story 2 better than Toy Story 3. Yeah, I think yeah. we got into this, but uh, I'd probably take that one over The Incredibles as well. Yeah, uh, I, I could see that. I'd probably do that. I, th- I, th- I could see my Toy Story 2 edging out Incredibles. 
mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And what are the Disney planes? <laughs> That's not a Pixar movie. No, but you still need to let me borrow that. Yeah, I do. I do. I need to let you borrow that and check it out. Because I refuse to buy it. I mean, that I, makes sense. I, I absolutely refuse to buy it. I can't, I can't contribute to that world anymore. They have so, like, as much as even when I'm talking about with the Incredibles, as right. much as, um, as much as I like the Incredibles, yeah, you know, as much as I would like to see uh, um, another movie done by them and, and, and revisit that world, uh, I don't know. I kind of look at it from a different standpoint in terms of, <sighs> yeah, I, I just don't want to contribute to them making any more movies about that world i think i've seen enough of that world although having said that and this is kind of where i was going with i i kind of i would say that i almost prefer the original cars to the incredibles because the original original cars as a story again it was one of those things where that was was, a really good story it was a really good story it was a beautiful world and it was the first time you got to meet these people and you kind of felt like you got a complete story out of it right i just didn't need to go back there right especially so soon um but yeah, The Incredibles was one where you totally expected there to be more movies, and that there hasn't been. Right. You kind of starved to revisit that world. Yeah, yeah. So, well, anyway, I guess we'll see what happens in the next few years when those movies come out. I mean, I actually ways down right? about four years away from now. How old would Dash be by now? If like, like I'm sure they'll just start off where the last one ended or something like that. But at this point, Dash has got to be. What you think it'd be? Uh, you think they'd make them older? You think they'd no? I don't on think that same timeline. Yeah, no, I don't think that they would. But I mean, obviously, now you have to find a different kid to play Dash. Oh, you talk about the voice of Dash. I'm talking about the voice oh. of Dash. Obviously, you need to go with a different kid unless it would follow through. And and when did uh when did the Incredibles come out? Oh, I don't remember back. Uh, I want to say like two thousand nine, eight, two thousand four. Oh, two thousand four. Wow. Yeah, I, I thought it was. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, Incredibles was 2004, so Dash would be, what would you say he was in the movie, like eight? About eight, yeah. So I'd be so 18. Be 18 now. 18. Graduating high school, and the sister would be, um, I guess, graduating college, yeah. or out of college already. Or Jack working. Jack would be the new Dash. <laughs> new Dash? Yeah, like, well, he'd be a 10-year-old version of Dash. No, 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 with Jack Jack was only... Uh, he'd be Jack Jack preteen. Would be, I would like to see him in action using his powers. <laughs> he just seems just utterly invincible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he can turn himself into any element. Uh-huh. You know, from like fire to uh, ice to water, stone, stone yeah, mm-hmm. to whatever to whatever you need. You know, that's I'd like to see him in action. <laughs> you know, that that okay. I'm looking forward to that movie now. Yeah. But anyway, moving on, man. So that we announced last week that the parade was coming out. Man, did you get to see any videos of this parade yet? The fan, the Festival of Fantasy Parade. No, I, I saw like stills. I saw stills of it, but I uh, have the floats and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of wanted to wait to experience it when I got there. Yeah. But like, I'm not like one of those people like I need to avoid spoilers or anything like that. I took a look at the pictures. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing. I mean, I I, I look at some of. The, like, is that Rick, it? Is that what you're playing? Right yeah, now? that's what I'm playing. It's like, this oh. is actually from uh, Ricky's uh, uh, video uh, YouTube channel. Uh, he did a great video, of the full parade of the Festival of Fantasy Parade. So I'm just kind of playing some of his stuff behind it um, because he did a great job, and you know he even had it on his podcast. And I mean, just by looking at this thing, I mean, just the costumes, the floats. Just Wait, absolutely incredible. Why? Why do we need Ricky's stuff? Wait, why don't? What about Sean? Sean's over there all the time. I saw Sean was over there for. Uh, oh, was he? Yeah, he was. I'm pretty sure he was. Oh well, then. Well, Sean, if you record stuff, yeah. 
Hey man, get, get us a, get us some audio of the parade or some video or something. We'll post up whatever you put up, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you happen to be out there, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll give, give you give, give you another little field report thing, no problem. And if anybody else down there listening happens to uh, catch this and wants to do their own little review of yeah. the parade or whatever else, yeah, man, send us in magicrow8gmail.com. Because we don't know Ricky, he might not be cool with this. <laughs> he's, he, I mean, he's he's cool with the Kingdom Cast guys. So. Oh, is he? You know, and I, I, I kind of indirectly know him through that <laughs> kind of business. He he he's, he gets on that level. Kind in, of your, thing. in your tweeting spree, did you tweet Ricky? I did actually. Yeah. Did he did. respond? He, I he, didn't see it. No, uh, he hadn't responded. Uh, but he did. Uh, he started. He started his own version, I guess, of uh, uh, um, the Kingdom Cast kind of mentality. He started the outside the magic blog. Oh. Did you hear about that? No, I did not. Yeah, he started that, so I guess it, that's you know he can get get a little more letting his hair down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, get a little more adult. Oh my know? god! Yeah, I gotta see this. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. <laughs> you know, it's neat. I like it because he can cover like some of the haunted mansion stuff, the Hollywood the horror night stuff that he's pulled off. Some of the more escape things that he might encounter. So he has inside the magic, and then he has outside the magic. And I was like, yeah, that's slick. That's good. Good on you, Ricky. Good on you. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I was, if, if y'all look at the floats, if you happen down there, and if you've already seen the parade, I'm sure you know, this thing just looks absolutely incredible. And I just, uh, I mean, there's a lot going on. Like, right now I'm looking at the Tangled float. I mean, there, there's, like, hatchets and the horses, uh, Max is uh, swinging around, and there's Flynn Rider, he's swinging around on the axes and everything else. There's a lot going on in this parade. So uh, I can't wait to see it with my own eyes. But probably I won't get down there until... Like the mine train opens and everything kind of gets going again, you know. What we call like an adult version, a, a more a, a, a more relaxed version of Magic Arway. What could we call that? Oh, like uh, an adult, a more mature, a more mature show. What could we call that? Uh, Magic the smooth way. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Magic the smooth way. Yeah. Yeah, we'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's a little too long. Yeah, it's, long it's too late to be coming up with original ideas, but yeah, it, it, let's yeah. write that down. Like, trying to think of the magic, the smooth way. The smooth we'll, way. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll work on it. It kind of sticks to it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, so that new parade's out and it's running, and from what everybody's been saying, that sucker's just, you know, just, just kicking butt and taking names, you know? It's just... Looks like something's gonna be around for a while. This could be enjoyed for a good, good, good long yeah, it time. It looked beautiful. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. So anyway, man, next thing to talk about, they got another twenty-four hour event that they announced. Uh, did you hear about this one? No, I did not. Yeah, they just—it's uh, gonna happen in May, uh, May twenty-third to May twenty-fourth of this year, uh, sometime around. I guess that's Memorial Day weekend or somewhere. Uh, from 6 to 6 a.m. And that's going to happen on Arcos as well as in California. The theme park's there, the Magic Kingdom and Disney World and the Disneyland Resort in California. So um, another 24-hour event. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm tempted. It's, well, not for this year, of course, but if they keep going with this, I, I, I wonder what that would... I would almost entertain wanting to go participate in a 24-hour event. Really? We're suffering now. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to do that to yourself? Well, I mean, sissy, you know, I was listening to some other podcasters and stuff, and they make a good point. Like, you normally the what? The Magic Kingdom's open to like one mm-hmm. on a busy season, you know? Yeah. And so they reopen like maybe like at eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so the magical hours that you could actually, that would be different for people uh, that uh, would be like the hours between that, you know, the time when they're normally cleaning. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, would I go there the whole 24 hours? Probably not. You know, I mean, it's kind of cool they'd be able to, but like when you're there during the day, it's not any different than when you're there during the day, right? Yeah. So, you know, I could do whatever I want during the day, maybe take a nap. And then like at two o'clock in the morning, I was like, hey, I want to go ride Space Mountain. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get up and go ride Space Mountain two in the morning because I can, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You gonna yeah. drag your kids out of bed at two in the morning? No, this would be have to. This would have to be a podcast research trip. Okay, you know, in which there's Asan's kids and uh, and 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 things <laughs> and, and 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 other things. You know, uh, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't do that. Well, even if they did come, I'd still probably go by myself. Just you know, I don't want to wake them up. You know, they could they they should sleep. <laughs> it's a good idea to let kids sleep. You know, and sleep well. I agree. I'm sure you're well aware. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, just be able to do that. That'd be like the, that's what I would do with a twenty-four hour day. I wouldn't go there the entire time, but you know, if three, four in the morning, I'll go there just because I can go there. And even if I don't ride anything, I mean, I'll go get a cookie or something. Yeah, I, I tell you exactly what I do. I would sleep in all day. I'd get up at around like normally going vacation. You out and you hit them parks around nine or ten. Mm-hmm. I would sleep in till about two. Yeah, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave the park. And then by the time I got into the Magic, it'd be like seven. And I would just stay there until yeah no I didn't have the energy for it anymore. <laughs> yeah, you got to recharge with like Starbucks, man. You just go to the Starbucks and just get yourself some coffee and frappe, that there whatever you go. else, and you're good to go. But hey, you know what's cool about this year's 24 hour day, man? Hmm. You can fully dress up in costume. You know, not like you know, similar to like the uh, the the uh, not so scary Halloween parties mm-hmm. and stuff. It's similar, just like that. You could dress up. Um, you can come as a prince, a princess, pirate, or monster, or mermaid. It, it's the whole thing is, is centers around their whole rock your Disney side thing. So they want you to fully show your Disney side. You know? Really? So yeah, they're gonna allow people in full costume. You know? So like you couldn't go in costume prior to that? No. Well, uh, no, not for the twenty four hour events. Like, but no, I'm just talking like in general. To the parks? Yeah, you can't go in costume? Yeah, they don't want you in full costume. They, I, I've heard stories where they've turned away people in costumes and stuff and everything else because they don't want to confuse, I guess, the kids or mm-hmm. anything else. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, some of the, uh, the people, that the cosplayers, I guess, you know, like, you know, what they call them nowadays, they look just as good as the face characters, if not better than the ones in the parks sometimes, yeah. you know? They're even more accurate. Um, anyway, uh, this is straight from the Disney Parks website. Uh, costume details, should you decide to go to this thing, uh, they should be child-friendly and adhere to any guidelines determined by Disney. So if you like to dress up in a skimpy Tinkerbell outfit, chances are you won't be let in. <laughs> you know, um, And I'm talking super, super skimpy. In fact, one of the stories I've seen is that some lady got turned away. Because her, you know, her Tinkerbell outfit was just too risque. You know? Yeah, I remember hearing that. And I think they had a picture of it. and It was too risque. Yeah, there's, it, a, there's it, not it, enough there. To, you know, there's. I mean, I, I mean, I, I didn't mind not, it. Because <laughs> there's not enough to, uh, to that costume to begin. The costume's risque in and of itself. That you right. need to. Pardon the expression. If you need to slutty that up, um, yeah, you, you're way too expressive. Right. Right. Um, so the costume should not be obstructive, offensive, or violent. Uh, they shouldn't drag on the ground, contain sharp objects, pointed objects, or materials that can accidentally strike another guest, contain any weapons, objects which resemble, or could easily be mistaken for an actual weapon. You know? F- frying pans? I'm, t- I'm trying to think of any character that would have something pointing, jutting out of their costume that you would have to have. Yeah, I guess it's any Disney character, so it could be anybody, basically. Yeah. If you're Robin Hood, I guess you couldn't bring a bow and arrow. Oh, there you go. You know, that kind of thing. If you're Little John, would you bring a staff or something? I don't know. 
Frying pan? Questions. Uh, I, I would, you know, that's not pointy, but you know, frying pan could probably hurt somebody. It, it could. That might, you know. So if you come as Rapunzel, that could be, uh, you know, an, an object that could uh, hurt. <laughs> not contain sharp objects, but it might hurt somebody. You well, know? what about Jesse's lasso? Can you have a lasso? Uh, you can see. strangle somebody with the lasso. Yeah, I guess you could. But if, if you're really committed to doing it, you if could... it's uh, permanently attached to your hip, maybe, maybe it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, all right, so I see masks may be worn. That's that's kind of new, you know, a little bit. Hmm. Your mask may be worn, but they may not obstruct vision. The eyes must be visible at all times. So if you wanted to come as the go as the, the dreaded pirate Roberts, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's a totally valid costume. You know, he wears a mask and you can see his eyes and everything else. So like you couldn't do like like if you did like a paper mache Mickey head, you, you couldn't wear that. Yeah, you can't I guess see your not. Eyes. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. You know, can't like mm-hmm. like a full headed costume kind of thing. Gotcha. So it had to be one of those outfits where you know your mask or something. Or that be else. that would be a good way to, you know, make sure the kids distinguish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> The Absolutely. Mickey from Mickey. Uh, oh, it's, it says guests who dress like Disney characters may not pose for pictures or sign autographs. Aw. Yeah, so they can't they can't take part in all that. Why not? Uh, like, what if somebody wanted to come in there like in, a, in, in like a um a costume that Disney does not do, and you just look at it and you're like, wow. Like, what if somebody came in as the Mad Hatter from the new Alice in Wonderland? Right. And you're I like, know, oh, that yeah. dude looks cool. Like, th- there's. It, you know, we're we're from New Orleans, we're right. Saints fans. There's a character, and we actually got a picture taken with uh, this guy who dresses for every Saints game as the Mad Hatter from, right. um, from the Tim Burton, Wonder- yeah, Tim Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. The only difference is his little, um, what do you call it, the little necktie kind of look? Yeah. Whatever it is, it is, you know, Saints colored. Right. Um, but yeah, like what if somebody like that was there, you want to get, like, or who don't who don't they do? It's like they've never done a Cheshire Cat. Right. What if somebody came and they? Well, I guess they can't do it because you can't. You'd have to do a head for that. Yeah, yeah. Um. So this would have to be like a walk around character. So the Mad Hatter is like a really good one. I'm trying to think of who if else. You're the bunny. <laughs> the bunny. Yeah, you could dress up as a little rabbit thing. I'm gonna be late. Oh, the white rabbit. Yeah, the white rabbit. Yeah. But I mean, he looked like a rabbit. Again, I think you would actually need. I mean, well, I've seen people paint their faces white and put like rabbit ears and stuff. Yeah, I don't think you want to. I think that's what they do. Yeah, you probably don't want a picture with him. No, you want <laughs> you want a picture of somebody who really is like, wow, you look like so. Oh, you could be one of the deck of cards. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but you couldn't have your little spear thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but you could have a. You could be a big card. <laughs> you could have your paintbrush and your bucket of red paint. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be kind of hard to be a card. Could you see your eyes? Because I don't well, you think def- you see the card's eyes. No, they have heads. They have heads, but yeah. eyes? Yeah, they have eyes. It's like, isn't it normal human eyes? Well, either way, <laughs> I mean, trying to get a card into like... Uh, We've gone way s- too far space down the rabbit mountain. hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Space Mountain, that'd be, that's difficult. You get into the Doom Buggies? Maybe. Okay, I dress as a Dream Finder. Oh, there you go. There's a guy you don't see out There's there a anymore. Face so I see a guy dressed as a dream finder, or the guy sees me dressed as the dream finder. They want a picture. I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. You're, I'm risking Disney expulsion. I can't take a picture with you. I don't know. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how they're going to enforce that. Like, like, you know, what if it's like your own family and want to take a group picture? You know, they can't do that. That's a great question. You know, will they enforce something like that? Or, you know, will they say, hey, I mean, granted, I guess if there's a line for somebody to take a picture with you, then that's a different story. Because then it's just kind of obvious. 
you know, but I don't know, it's interesting. That's what if interesting. I dressed up as Walt Disney and I did a really convincing Walt Disney and people really wanted to get their picture taken with me? Wouldn't that be awesome? I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. 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 You should do that. Yeah, but then I can't do it. You can't. They won't let you. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, feel free to edit all that out. I was just... Uh, it's okay. I'm loopy. We'll see how, we'll see how it goes. Uh, speaking of loopy... <laughs> Fish are probably loopy at this moment at the T-Rex <laughs> restaurant because they've fallen out of their tank. <laughs> Why? Because as I'm sure you guys have heard, but I'm, we had to comment on it. A huge fish tank burst at downtown Disney restaurant. That restaurant being the T-Rex restaurant. Uh, Landry's property, <laughs> you know? Um, basically, the, uh, the I guess the, publish, the pub- publicist for Land, uh, Landry's or for T-Rex in this uh, case said that um, it seems like there was a scene that popped open and the water started pouring out from that. Um, that's what was the cause of the of the of the, the leaking tank. And he commended the staff for their quick response of, I guess, catching the fish and you know <laughs> trying to usher a, a guest out of the way of the spewing <laughs> water from the tank and everything else. Um, but yeah. I've- I've seen the video. You wouldn't have had to have ushered me out of the way of that. Yeah. Um, but did they find Nemo? I don't know if they found uh, Nemo. They never said that. You see, I, I heard that all the fish were successfully found. Oh, really? But, you know, it could be a cover-up because, you know, it could be it could have been Gil. It could have been Gil from finding Nemo. Let a fish be, yeah. tank revolt like they did in stage to get away. Yeah. Where would he end up? He'd probably end up in the Seven Seas Lagoon or Bay Lake or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Right? right now, somewhere there's like little plastic baggies floating around. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're down there in Disney World and you see little plastic baggies, you know the actual story. Mm-hmm. You know you know what's going on. Yeah. It could have been Gil. I don't see, I don't blame that. You know, yeah. what a wonderful way to get out of there. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. So. Good on you. Good on you, Gil. Way to, way to get out there and get back to your habitat. Um, but yeah, I, hey, look, I'll put it out there. If you were there at the restaurant when it happened, uh, we'd love to talk about it. You know, because <laughs> hey, that's got to be a one heck of a magical experience. <laughs> you know, do you get your dinner for free? Oh, well, I mean, it's not a Disney restaurant, so no, it's not a Disney restaurant. I know the people that you know that, that were sitting right next to it. They said they just ordered. Uh, they ended up eating somewhere else. Mm. So that was cool. They didn't comp their meal or nothing? I don't know. I don't they should have. I mean, yeah. If anyone knows, let us know because I would think if, if you get <laughs> an aquarium burst and you've got salt water squirting on you and dinosaurs gone wild, yeah. ravaging the aquarium and everything else. Which, scaring the fish. And last time we went to a Disney on our podcast field expedition, I made it a point to go in there and check out the T Rex restaurant. I remember that aquarium. Yeah, I, mean, I remember walking in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that aquarium right there. Yeah. Um. Well, there. That, that. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> With that particular aquarium, I guess. Yeah, good luck fixing it. Um, good yeah. Luck good luck fixing back. it. Hopefully the fish are all happy and yeah, not traumatized. What do they do with the fish in the meantime? I mean, Counseling, I think. Counseling. <laughs> I was going to say lemon butter. Lemon, oh, lemon butter. It's got to be delicious. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, and the last thing that we got to talk about, man, and I guess you, you could talk about this a little bit more because uh, you kind of brought it to me. This is news to me. Hmm. Shanghai Disneyland announced that they're, uh, they're going to get a whole Pirates yeah. Cove land. Whole Pirates land. Yeah. Um, it was that Bob Iger mentioned that, you know, at the sh- again, at the shareholder meeting, yeah. uh, that are going to get that. Um, and just looking at the, I'm looking at a variety article and you mm-hmm. guys out there listening, you could probably pull up 
just Google uh, Shanghai Disney Pirate Land or something. Pirates. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I think I just did Shanghai Disney Pirates. And it, the uh, articles pulled up out the yin-yang. And this one, I'm looking at Variety. I'm looking at the artwork for it. Um, you see them, of course, the main, I guess the main ride in that land would be Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. But then all around it, I mean, just looking at the little pirate ship and the theming in and around that area from the artwork just looks absolutely incredible. You know? Well, yeah, my impression is that you're going to have a, um, you know, you'll, you'll have a, a, a Pirates of the Caribbean ride, but there's also, in addition to your, you know, well, I'm sure they'll, they'll theme Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. around, um, around Shanghai in some kind of way, but there's also going to be another attraction where it's going to be like parts of the Caribbean, uh, battle of the sunken treasure, battle of the sunken treasure. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, actually I got the quote right here. The attraction will feature a combination of new technology and innovation to bring guests along a pirate adventure with captain Jack Sparrow and captain Davy Jones. So whereas pirates, I mean, can be just, you know, the typical, uh, ride through that you see, um, you know, whether it contains the newer elements with, with, uh, Barbosa and Davy Jones and the mermaid and, 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 they're trying to find Jack Sparrow. I mean, you could have the typical ride through of your standard, you know, pirates attraction, and then the entire separate attraction that's based upon the world created by um, what's the guy's name? Is it Gore Verbinski? Gore Verbinski. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was stumbling over the words. And in, in, in a whole, you know, what you call a whole uh, attraction based yeah. upon uh, uh, those characters. So. You know, rather than just, you know, a little cameo appearances in the actual pirate ride. So, I mean, that, that sounds pretty good. All the good stuff is just going overseas. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it just makes me want to go to Shanghai Disney, man. I, <laughs> I might have to visit China one of these days in my yeah. life. But then you got to pass up Tokyo Disney Seas. <laughs> well, I just have to go to that one, too. Yeah, I mean, that's... You know, and Hong Kong. Universally recognizes as the best uh, new park they've, they've ever done. Um, yeah. But, I, and don't forget where I'm going. Yeah, Disneyland Paris. Yeah. How, how how much more how much more time you got for that man? About three weeks. Three weeks, really? Yeah, it's coming up fast. Wow! Got your passports and everything ready. Everything's to go? ready to go. That's awesome, dude. I look forward to hearing it, and you know, uh, hopefully, you get to do some little field reports and stuff. You and your, you and the good lady wife. I will. I will absolutely. I'll, I'll be recording them on my phone. Yeah. And or I could probably send you with a recorder if you want. Or something like that. We figure we'll figure it out. We'll talk. We about can it. do that. The problem is, it's not like Disney where they just take your luggage. You don't have to see it. I mean, you actually got to tote that from place to place wherever right. you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got to pack for like ten days. So I mean, yeah. luggage space might be. Uh, might be there. Yeah, your phone phone sounds just as good. <laughs> yeah. I thought the phone stuff that we did while we were in the park. I thought I was like that. That was ingenious. Why didn't we just do that to begin with? Yeah, I thought it was wonderful. Uh, but you know. Uh, Give it to me. Just give it to me. Better safe than sorry. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, if you don't sure take it, you don't take it. If you yeah. take it, that's good. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Disneyland Paris. I, I, one day I want to get there, but I, I want to. I'd like to go to the, the, the Japanese parks first. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean that just seems just incredible, and to get good sushi. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, that's all we have to talk about during the queue. If you have any thoughts upon this, man, just shoot us a message at magicarway at gmail dot com. Um, we'd like to hear your thoughts on these new and upcoming disney things you know so anyway uh let's head on to the hub so 
Yeah, your voice gets much deeper when you're tired. Yeah, it does. It <laughs> does. It's like this was in the morning. I mean, you're like Barry White as you're talking. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like Disney. Yeah. We're yeah. Going anything. We're gonna ride some pirates. Yeah, <laughs> and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, it gets it gets it gets a little more after darkish, I guess. Oh, you know? yeah. Shout out to one of our, our followers, and we're following them as well. <laughs> Disney After Dark. We kind of threw. Uh, Diz after dark. Diz after dark. I'm sorry. Diz after dark. We kind of threw out a little, uh, hey, how you doing? Kind of thing. We should guest host on each other's show, and they said, yeah, man, let's do it. So look forward to uh, doing a show with them. You know, we just got to get our tech side up. Uh, oh, so maybe they have their side up already. We could just go on their show. <laughs> and we can learn how to do it. And then yeah, just give have... us our your show. Forget that trading thing. We we haven't figured that out yet. Just give us your show. No. Well, not give us a show. But, you know, <laughs> just I mean, maybe they, they they figured out how to do the whole Skype podcasting 10 million people from around the country talking at once kind of deal you know that's that's but anyway that's that's yeah y'all don't really care about that <laughs> no care about that go go listen to disaster dark I, I like the podcast yeah i i i listened to it once actually you know i'm kind of di- uh, digressing here um but i do that a lot anyway on this show uh but i discovered a new little radio station i'm not endorsed by them or anything else but i just had to give them a shout out because you know they're one of our followers on twitter and this is the v24 uh, disney radio station and you know it sounds like you're listening to radio because they have a lot of bumps audio bumps and stuff and mm-hmm. station id kind of things it sounds like you're listening to a like an fm station or something you know v24 disney you know da, 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 music from the parks 24 hours a day and they also put on some of the, the disney podcasts and stuff um like i know disney after dark I, when i was uh, up late tweeting one night um they, they had them on like around, i guess it was like 11 o'clock at night they, they played one of the episodes from disney after dark mm-hmm. you know so i got to hear their podcast and that was pretty cool and i really dug that you know that's when i shot them the message um but anyway yeah i had that going on in the background and they played i like the stuff everything that they played you know, there, there's nothing that's like, oh, okay, I'll hear this again or whatever. But everything else, it was new, it was fresh, it was different. You know, it, I liked it. I, 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 I dig it. So I found them through uh, through uh, mice, mice Chat. Mice Chat. Yeah, you told me about the whole mm-hmm. Mice Chat thing. Yeah. You know, and I apologize for not knowing more about the Mice Chat stuff. Yeah. But I know they're pretty big. You know, they're, they're well-known in the Disney fan community Lots and of everything else. good pocket. Imagine Earning uh, is a good one. Dueling Disney's is yeah. a good one. You said Window to the Magic was on there, which I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. But you, like you said, he could have been an independent, and he just kind of joined up with the Mice Chat guys. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't realize uh, Paul Barry and those guys were, uh, were affiliated with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty cool, though. You know, I like Window to the Magic. That's pretty neat. A window to the magic. But I like Diz After Dark from the standpoint of being an adult podcast because of yeah. me. That, that's why I want to get on their show. Uh, we can get on a show and be adults. Yeah. <laughs> debut or the magic. What do you call it? Magic, magic Smooth Move? What was magic? Magic Wait, the Smooth, smooth way? way. I'm sorry. Magic Smooth Way? I don't know. <laughs> Um, mm. you know, it's, I'm, the, I'm the same kind of thing with Kingdom Cast. You know, I, you know, I can get a little. You know, get what a if little, we just call it Black Magic? Black Magic? Black Magic. That's pretty awesome. Oh, that's kind of cool. That I is like that. cool. Black Magic. Copyright Key Mark Productions. <laughs> QED Productions. What you doing to me? QED Productions, 2014. <laughs> yeah, we're copyrighted with both people. <laughs> Make sure we got everything covered. Um, anyway, I like that. Black Magic. Black that's Magic. Cool. That, can yeah, be that sounds like a risque thing. Ties yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like that could be a Disney, you know, a Disney, a Disney adult feature. I always said that I wanted to do a villain show. Like, you know, like we would do our normal podcast and then, you know, every yeah. once in a while we it would be a villain show where Danny and Kev just all of a sudden go a little bit more risque. Oh, that'd be cool. That yeah. would be kind of neat. The darker side. 
you know. But anyway, yeah. And so shout out to all those guys. You know, I discovered through tw- uh, through the Twitter thing. I discovered um, um, uh, they had this shop where this these these ladies make these bows. You know, themed after Disney Disney things. Like they had a Little Mermaid bow and they had a Pinocchio bow. It was like colors and stuff like that. Not that we wear bows, but you know, my daughters wear bows and they like bows sometimes in their hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when they I pulled up the website, they really dug it. And I I, I apologize for not remembering the name, but I'll I'll do that and punch it in next time. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll put it in the show notes uh, mm-hmm. that way you know. But yeah, I just I ran into them. I thought that was a pretty cool thing. Ran into a bunch of uh, awesome blogs and stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, the, the whole point of that, I just wanted to say hello. And also, we also tweeted out, uh, tweeted out and put a message on Facebook asking you, how would you fix Epcot? Which is actually the theme of our uh, hub segment today. Um, we're going to talk about fixing. Now, uh, you know, I forgot to uh, clarify. Are we going to fix in the whole thing? Are we just fixing just Future World? Or what are we what, what uh, I mean, or does it matter? Well, Future World needs the most help, so obviously I think I concentrated a little bit more on that. Uh, I mean, we know how to fix World Showcase. And yeah. Just, uh, you know, more countries and more... More attractions within more attractions, the country itself. Yeah. I mean, basically, you're just talking... More level one type attractions, I would say. Yeah. You know, a I couple mean, more would be nice. The only, um, the only thing I would say with regards to, to that is, is that, I mean, A, you know, you can cover like, okay, like what... Like, let's say there's uh, three pavilions you could put back there. Yeah. What would the three be? I mean, uh, to me, I think it would be like Russia. Russia would be great. Um, um, just to have like the, the well, just to, uh, you just think about the architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, Greece. Uh, Greece would be nice. I wouldn't mind Brazil. I like Brazil. Brazil's good. What about Egypt? Egypt would be great. Egypt would be good. Egypt would be nice. Um I'm trying to think of the countries just kind of spread it around the world more. I'm, I'm trying to think of more like landmark type places where it's like, oh my god, I just saw the pyramids, or oh my god, I just saw the pyramids or the Kremlin, whatever they or, could like, yeah, whatever they could replicate. Uh, so you know, I just saw the Parthenon, you know, whatever yeah. it is that, that that they can go ahead and put there. Um, Something, like, yeah, Egypt would be good. That'd be a good representation of North Africa, mm-hmm. kind of thing. I mean, maybe you could have a, like a South Africa or something or whatever. But you know they kind of did that with Animal Kingdom, so I'd like an Ireland. Give me an Ireland. Ireland would be nice. Yeah. But they kind of get covered in the United Kingdom ish. Do they know? Not really. No, they're not part of. It. Well, I guess they are. I don't know. How do you figure that they have? Uh, what? What they no. got the? What, oh God. How how could I how could I possibly forget? Oh, off kilter. I was gonna say how could I possibly forget off kilter? Off kilter. Off yeah. kilter. They're they're Irish, right? Are they Irish? Or Aren't Scottish? they? They got they kill. Oh God, yeah. They're okay. from Canada. Isn't that a Canadian group? Because they usually play right in that stage. I guess, yeah, you're right, but it's close Canada. to there. But I mean, why why would they be in kilts then? What's the connection between Canada and kilts? They got they got kilt things in Canada, kind of stuff. Do they? Uh, something like that. I mean, I know they're more French. I know they, I guess. They're, I mean, at least on the east side of Canada. Is, I don't know. Good question. I have no idea. I mean, Roddy Roddy Piper wore a kilt. Yeah, but he wasn't Irish or anything. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a, a wrestler. That that was back in the day where, like, you know, like all, all the wrestlers had uh, nationalities. Like, if you think, like, um, like you had Rowdy Roddy Piper, who was Irish. You had the Iron Sheik, who was... Um, I guess Middle Eastern. Yeah, Middle thing. Eastern. Jimmy uh, Superfly Snooker, what would he be? Ah, like Polynesian, I guess? Yeah, I believe he was like from uh, Polynesian. Polynesian uh, type dude. Oh, but, you know, that would be a great pavilion, Polynesia. Don't you know? we? Yeah, but we have a whole hotel dedicated. That'd be like almost, well, I mean, it wouldn't be like it, but. Yeah. 
uh, it'd be close enough to where I'm like, okay, I've got a suitable representation. We don't even know what they're doing with the Polynesian now that they're upgrading the lobby. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that comes up. We'll have to check that out. But uh, anyway, digressing. Yeah, oh, always digressing. Yes. Good with the digressing. Yes. Masters at that. It's even better at late at night. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so okay, so back away from the wrestling, back to the countries thing. Um, you know, I still, I still would like to see Mount Fuji in Japan. Yeah. So you could have that. That'd be a level one attraction, a tier one attraction, mm-hmm. um, that you could have, that you could spread out some of the fast passes to, you know, and Kodak's no longer a sponsor. So you're, you're clear to go with Fuji. I mm-hmm. mean, Fuji probably isn't a sponsor either. So it doesn't really matter. You can keep going. Um, the Rhine river attraction would be a nice little boat, right? Maybe that's a tier two kind of a thing. Um, cause Lord knows Maelstrom's is probably still going to remain a tier one kind of attraction. So, I mean, you know, uh, there, there is that, um, let's see what else. Um, we're talking about other countries. Yeah. I like all those countries you talked about. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and, and what I would do, uh, you know, and I know this is, this is probably one thing I have to say about this that I guess would be somewhat controversial, but probably most people wouldn't do it is I would start plugging in the characters in those lands. From um, those lands, yeah, yeah and, and, and you know, we had this discussion last time when we talked about doing the frozen attraction. I said, you know what, I, I would put it back, yeah, in the world showcase area because I mean, you know, Epcot needs help too, yeah, yeah, and you need to give the kids something to go see over there because I mean, there really is no characters in in in, in Epcot, and that's one of the things that I mean, kids get bored in there. I mean, we, I can see that. Yeah, it's a very it's very adult yeah type thing, man. You know, going to the shops, stuff, restaurants, foods, drinks. I mean the the Agent P and the Kim Possible thing before that, uh, you know, has been a godsend. To, to, just like when we used to go with my nephew and niece, uh, yeah. I mean, we went with them every year, and and now they're going on. Well, the oldest is going on like fourteen at this point, right? Um, but yeah, we would go, and they would just be so bored by Epcot. They just there was they never like they wanted Soren, they wanted Test Track, and that was it. So getting them back there was tough uh, enough, um, right? And you know, once they did what they did with you know, the three Caballeros in Mexico, which I thought was yeah. blasphemous. I, I love the ride that was there before. You know, they've already opened Pandora's box, so you might as well go that next step and in including yeah uh, the frozen characters in the Norway Pavilion. Yeah, and, you know, throw in um, Ratatouille in France. Uh, Actually, you heard Anna and Elsa got like transferred to the Magic Kingdom. Because their line, the wait lines were just so long. Get out of here, really? Yeah, yeah. They just recently got transferred over there. They have, now, I guess they have a bigger room to do their meet and greets and stuff instead did, of just Norway. Did they put them in like a, what is it, Royal Fairy Tale Hall? I think so, what? yeah. Okay. One of those places where they have, I don't know, if it, not the one with Mickey, but I'm sure you yeah, had the Fairy Tale Hall where they have more room. Okay. Or maybe they have their own little meet and greet area, kind of like Merida, but you know. Yeah, they just recently got moved. It was pretty interesting, you know. <laughs> um, Oh, you know, I just came up with another country that I thought would be cool. It would be India. Yeah? Yeah, I think they'd be pretty neat, you know. Uh, granted, yeah, in, in Disney planes, they, 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 they show a little bit of India because they fly through India as part of the world race. And you'll see this once I loan you the movie. One of these <laughs> days, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, so like Taj Mahal type architecture kind of stuff. I mean, you can incorporate the uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom mm-hmm. uh, storyline somewhere in there. I mean, heck, you can have an Indiana sure. Jones ride, Temple of Doom ride. There you go. Which I've always been pushing for, like some kind of like the whole mine car mm-hmm. chase scene at the end of the movie, uh, some ride like that. You could always do that in uh, in Egypt as well, though. 
Could you? Do, yeah, like do like a Raiders of the Lost Ark. Do oh, yeah, you know, I guess you could do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Sort of an architectural dig uh, kind of thing. But yeah. Uh, yeah. No, absolutely. Either way, would you talk about Brazil. Why, why can't Indy be exploring the jungles of Brazil? Well, he could be, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, was, it, was he there? Was in the, he in the fourth one? Oh, God. That, he was that in some kind so of room, yeah. hard to get that out of my head. I'm sorry. I brought the crystal skull back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there it is. And now i got to go watch Cars 2 to purge these demons. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. But anyway, yeah. So it's it's plainly obvious what you do with a uh, world showcase, you know? Yeah. Now, it's, it's a good place in and of itself. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. Oh, there's one thing I wanted to point out. Um, uh, Latanya B. Uh, I won't use last names to protect the innocent. Um, at Latanya. At Latonya B on Twitter, uh, we, she responded to my inquiry and she said, "I would have World Showcase open earlier. Heck, yeah, open it with the park. Why not? You know, um, offer more restaurants, uh, maybe that have like a breakfast option. You know, I was thinking about this earlier today. It's like, you know, you have restaurant Accursus, but that's about it. <coughs> that's about it. You know, um, l- let me make a reservation in the morning for the United Kingdom, man. I'm, let me have a traditional English breakfast. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll get my beer. I'll get the fry bread and all the eggs, toast, sausage, blood sausage, whatever, you know, the stuff they threw on that. Because I remember uh, when I was, uh, was, I was with a band in, in, in England and we toured around, you know, for breakfast. We go into the pubs and, you know, they had on the menu what they called a, a traditional English breakfast. Yeah, you were telling me about this. Go say it one more time. What is it now? Like you said, blood sausage. Yeah, there's some, like there's some. Some of them had it. Some of them did. Some places didn't. But they had this little blood sausage thing, um, which was actually quite good. They had fry bread. You know, basically it's like you take a piece of bread and you fry it in whatever, like say bacon grease or something. Okay. Kind of sops up all the good stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and puts it into your arteries. <laughs> um, but you know, you got your eggs. You know, some kind of potatoes. You know, whatever. Um, uh, there's a tomato, a grilled tomato, which I thought was cool, mm-hmm. you know, or oven baked. I don't know what they do with it exactly. I drizzled with like salt and pepper and, and, and olive oil. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a neat little difference. And, you know, you don't have to, but, you know, get some coffee, but you can get a beer too if you wanted to. <laughs> you know, I did that a couple of times and every now and on that tour. But yeah, it's a, it's quite a big healthy, not healthy, hearty is <laughs> the aged word I was looking I was for there. Say. Uh, quite a hearty not necessarily diet friendly uh, breakfast, but you know, say I want to do that. You know, I, I think I wonder if Raglan Road. I don't think Raglan Road is breakfast, um, because that'd be a cool place too. I mean, that's more or less Irish. But I mean, guess a traditional Irish breakfast, <laughs> you know, more or less. But yeah, you know, places like that. You know, I, I would love to get maybe maybe I get an eclair and some coffee at France for breakfast. You know, I mean, yeah, instead of midday for a snack or whatever else. But you know, what what if I want to get some French coffee? Or, you know, stuff. You know, I wouldn't mind knowing how some countries do breakfast, you know, have served their own special way. Well, hopefully Starbucks does a French roast. <laughs> does a French roast? <laughs> yeah. But um, But yeah, yeah, man. Let's just open up, just open earlier. You know, and, and I got no problem with that. Yeah, I have no problem with that either. I mean, it just, it just, it just uh, I don't know. I, I know there's a logic of why they do it the way they do and because they've been doing it for years. And it's not like they're going to change it anytime soon. But I mean, you know, try it. Let's see what happens. You know, let's see. I don't know what that would hurt. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because they don't feel like they have enough attractions over there to make it worthwhile to pe- for people to visit. Yeah. yeah that's Other a, than eating, I guess that would be the only thing. Yeah. Kind of deal. 
Yeah, well, that, that's when you start getting Imagineers to get blue sky and say, what can we do in the mornings? That's what I'm saying. Put those characters back there because all of a sudden the kids will, will be racing to go to the World Showcase. Oh, you know, you talked about like Egypt, I guess, like, like, a, like a sand or architectural kind of dig site. Similar to like the yeah. Boneyard in, in Dinoland, USA, something like that. But you're, you know, maybe you're looking for the Ark of the Covenant kind of thing, you know? <laughs> not, not necessarily maybe not on that grand scale. But, you know, something cool like that would actually be pretty hip, I think, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so anyway, so uh, enough with World Showcase. We yeah. know what's going on with that. Let's jump to Future World because, like you said, Future World has the most um, need of help because it's kind of lost its focus, so to speak. Yeah, it's lost it so much that I, I, I remember having to, I had to consult you as to what the original focus was. Yeah, I kind of lost my, um, I lost my appreciation for the for what the original uh, Epcot Center was. Yeah, I remember the pavilions, but I couldn't remember the the binding overall theme. What tied everything? They tied everything together, and I, I had to come to you to ask you. I was like, what What was it all supposed to be about again? Yeah, and um, yeah, and I, I, you know, I never got it officially, but from what I gathered. It's not uh, easy to find. I, I was researching it, and your explanation for it sounded better than what I found. Really? Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's pretty much human existence in and of itself, past, present, and future for every pavilion back in the day. And this is when Disney was doing edutainment. That was my take on it from like a young child. This is like the 80s, so I was like, yeah. what, 10? You know, uh, at least 10, or maybe give or take a few years, depending on when I would have gone. Um, what, Epcot opened in 84, I believe, or 83, 84, somewhere in there? Mm-hmm. Um, or 80, was it? I don't remember exactly. Maybe it was 80. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was somewhere in the 80s. But uh, So I would have been around the age of 10. So for me, that's what I took away from it. Because back in the day, they were pushing a whole thing called edutainment, where yeah. you, know, you educate you as well as entertain you, mm-hmm. and which I thought was very, very slick. Because that's hard to do, you know, you oh, know yeah. back, back in the day. See, I never, I loved Epcot, and still to this day, even with its downfalls, more or less, um, uh, I still like Epcot just because of what I remember it being. You know, I still like the whole layout, um, what every pavilion was. I mean, I liked it because I was learning stuff that was cool. You know, I loved Horizons. I loved the Kitchen Cabaret. Oh yeah. Oh uh, God, that, that was, I loved uh, the Living with the Land ride. Yeah. Yeah. First time, I mean, still to this day, I can go on that thing and really enjoy myself just seeing what they're doing back there. I, I liked um, Universe of Energy with the dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, I love Seabase Alpha. Oh, I yeah, Seabase Alpha was cool. I was a moron. I really thought that something was going on with those hydrolators. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm with you. I loved Epcot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a different experience. I mean, granted... Again, and, and I, I vividly remember this as a kid, not caring for World Showcase one bit. Because really? yeah. there was just nothing for me to do over there but appreciate cultures that I didn't understand. And, yeah. I, and I was too young to understand. Yeah. Um, and that's, again, that, that, you know, we've moved on from World Showcase. There's nothing really to debate except for which yeah. countries you'd put back there. But that's the one thing I would say yeah. is that give the kids something to look forward to back over there to, to Dramta area. Yeah. Uh, Agent P is a good start. But, um, Anyway, yeah, moving beyond that. Uh, yeah, I, I love the original version of Epcot, except for Wonders of Life. I mean, the Wonders of, nothing wrong with the Wonders of Life Pavilion, but oh my God, Body Wars made me nauseous. Yeah, that was that could get because you're in liquid. Yeah. You know, you're you're in a, a motion simulator that's uh, is simulating being in a, some kind of viscous mm-hmm. fuel, fluid. 
And yeah. so that that can get kind of rough, you know, especially if you for those with weak stomachs or nausea. I've never rode Mission Space before. I've heard horror stories. I can't imagine it being much worse than when the original Body Wars was. Yeah, it's, it's not so. You know, I rode their Mission Space just to say I rode it. Like I said before, probably on the shows, like I don't need to do it again because I have done it. Um, but it is true. If you keep looking at the screen, it's not so bad. But yeah. the minute you look down, then you're in trouble, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> then you realize what's going on. But if you stay focused, keep your mind focused on the screen, you're good to go. Um, yeah, I didn't mind. Uh, I didn't mind Body War so much. Yeah, but it did get me uh, a little nauseous, or or ride sick. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily seasick or whatever else. I guess seasick could be an operative term because mm-hmm. you're you're still in liquid. Um, but that whole pavilion, and, and you know, I I there was just so much in that little pavilion that you know I didn't get a chance to to, to actually do. You know, mm-hmm. uh, some of my fondest memories of Epcot, you know, were go to like Communicore. <laughs> When you go to the Communicore, if you remember, everybody remember the Communicore area, east and west, was supposed to be extensions of every pavilion. So they had exhibits and stuff um, that that corresponded to the particular, like they had a whole energy, a uh, bunch of different exhibits. And I remember when I was, when I was little, I'd love to go into the Communicore and play with the little nuclear nuclear reactor thing, you know, lower raise and lower the little uranium rods, you know, to get more power or get less power or something like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was that you know the whole computer the the, the computer review view uh, computer uh, I can't remember that little computer review a smart one that whole business mm-hmm. um, uh, that little robot guy and then uh, a Studer computer that thing that was from the eighties um, that whole thing about how computers work and all that kind of business you know I, I I learned a lot of stuff in that park and I loved it you know I one of the things I would do yeah. To fix that is I would return back to that whole edutainment concept. You know, I think you can do that. You know, I I, I mean, do you, what do you think? I mean, do, do you think people nowadays have the patience to sit there and do something like that? I think you can do that if you start interjecting rising characters into World Showcase. If, yeah. if you're able to give, if you're able to, like World Showcase is basically all about the culture and the, and the, um, the beauty and the majesty and the in in the uh, uh, I believe it can work. I just think that in order for it to work, you have to infuse character. You you have to take the characters that uh, that are in the world showcase area itself and, and kind of like give them attractions within each of the different lands that the kids can go ahead and flock to, and, and they can get their dose of characters that way. Yeah, and that way it doesn't seem like. Um, Epcot is devoid of all that kind of um, yeah. interaction because there's no art of subtlety anymore when it comes to dealing <laughs> with, uh, as you call it, edutainment. Yeah. Uh, they, they want you to be really, really, really... Um, they really want you to dumb it down, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing wrong with the Living Seas as it was. Now, I don't mind them bringing in Nemo. I just don't. Right. Um, uh, in fact, from what I remember, that that whole area, that ride, the ride system that you go on there, that used to be what clamobiles or not clamobiles. I'm thinking a Little Mermaid, but that used to be um, something else. What in Living Seas? Yeah, in the Living Seas, you used to go on. Uh, you used to ride that exact same um, the same track. Yeah, the Omni Mover track. Yeah, and they had that closed for the longest time. Where you went back, you could still go in the Living Seas, mm-hmm. but you, you couldn't ride and and, and see through, and see uh, into the. Um, See into the aquarium right. like you used to be right. able to go ahead and do. 
uh, I already forgot what that that whole what what the story they were telling when you were going through there was. Uh, but anyway. All that to say, yeah, I, I think that they can go ahead and do it. Oh, those are the little shuttles that take you from the ele- the, uh, the elevators to the uh, the rest of the undersea. Uh, uh, um, uh, I guess sea uh, base alpha. Sea base, yeah, sea base alpha, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I guess the hydrolators were in, are separate from the main building, mm-hmm. which makes sense because you know if something ha- if water leaks in the hydrolators, then you can at least shut off the little tube that connects it to the rest of C-Base Alpha and then you don't flood C-Base Alpha. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm thinking way too much. Of that, <laughs> but it makes sense. And yeah, the storyline makes sense to me. It's you know? late. Yeah. It, it is. But, okay, the edu- I do think the edutainment can work. I just think that... You have it, to do it in a different way now. Yeah, it has to be done in such a way to where you're very... Um, you're it, not like you can't have the serious narrator telling the story of the this is what happened yeah. when the earth cooled and stuff like you do have to soften the yeah. blow a little bit more and, and and that's that's part of the problem with with the original i've got was most of the rides that like i, we, I think that we remember and that i connected to were, were were attractions and rides that softened the message a little bit yeah and um some of them didn't some of them just you know we're going right into history yeah and so i remember spaceship earth was pretty you know it was pretty thick yes it was, it was intense i i couldn't appreciate spaceship earth until i wrote it when i was older yeah see i loved it i loved it when i was younger though i love the idea really of sitting did. down i remember doing that i yeah. remember like wow i get to sit down for a while this is great oh look at all the robots but i didn't really i didn't understand they were trying to tell me the story of communication yeah. i'm like you know, what is he doing what's that guy doing over there where's mickey yeah um is there a ghost gonna pop up what's gonna happen here yeah um but then like horizons where you get to see like it was almost like watching the Jetsons. Almost, yeah. you're like oh, that this was is cool. uh, that was very well done. Yeah, how they presented, you know, future living, exactly you know, humanity All, in the future. That's cool. That's how you dumb down the message. While you're showing us like fantastic things that we haven't seen, it was like whoa, it gets your imagination going. Yeah. Uh, same thing with uh, the Imagination Pavilion itself with Figment. I, right. it, it really helped stimulate. Uh, the child's mind. Those are the things that I, I tend to remember. Right. Um, whereas, like, World of Motion. I really don't remember much about World of Motion. Oh, I love the World of Motion. That Did was cool. You? Yeah, that was about transportation, past, present, and future. Yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. Of, I remember that being, like, the overall overwhelming theme of yeah. it all. But, I mean, I don't remember really being... Like, I remember the the, the stagecoach and... Yeah. Like, I remember little pieces of it, but I don't remember being enthralled by the spe- it. Oh, see, I loved it. I love that ride. Hmm. I, I waited in line... I mean, just because the overall theming of the rooms, the showrooms were just incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got to the stagecoach scene, you had the robbers and the horses, and it was very, very thick with lots of detail. Yeah. That. You know, you got to the speed rooms. The speed rooms were fun because, you know, it's, it, it tilted back a little bit, and it felt like you were bobsledding at one point or whatever. You were in a jet. Um uh, the whole bicycle scene, or oh, the cop thing, you know, when you're when you your Omnimover car passes by the cop and you see the cop behind the billboard, you know, he's looking at you, looking for speeders <laughs> and stuff, you know. Yeah, but I, I mean, that was a slick. I, I like that. Yeah, and you went a lot more often than I did when when I was when I was yeah. that age. So I mean, maybe you were you were you were there at the right amount of you were there at the right age to appreciate it. But I, yeah. I just remember seeing it, it was like, okay, wait, I just saw my vegetables singing to me. I just saw a, a purple dragon, you know, right, tell me right. about how to use my imagination. I just saw actual 
freaking dinosaurs. Yeah. I, I saw fish. I you know they they weren't animatronic fish, but I saw fish. You know, like different fishes that I haven't seen different fish that I haven't seen before. I mean you um, must have you must have so, dug the leapfrog fountains, huh? Oh yeah, totally yeah. dug the leapfrog. I kept trying to reach it and grab it and everything oh, like absolutely. that. So I mean I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that at some point in time, once you see those animatronics, like you're like you're burnt out on it. I was like, yeah. Okay, now I'm the, I'm watching Spaceship, what is this? I mean, it's like where where's all the fantastic stuff that I saw at those other places? And I, I think that was the problem is that and, and horizons, that's the other yeah. one I'm talking about. I just saw Life in the future. Now I'm seeing guys from the past, and they're showing, telling me what I don't. Right. You know, again, just too young to appreciate it. So yeah. I think that was part of their problem there. And you know, part of the issue with edutainment nowadays is that people have more access to learning the information, um, or any kind of information, more access to that than they have they they were back in the '80s. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff. You know, I, I, it's not like I could. Re- easily learn i mean grant i could open up what the encyclopedia and stuff and maybe learn about it too um but i actually had something tactile and and like a model or something like mm-hmm. uh, i'll go back to the whole example of the um uh, what do you call it the uh nuclear reactor thing you know yeah i could read that all day in a book kind of stuff but they actually had a a, a tactile model that you could play with mm-hmm. you could raise and lower the uranium tubes and kind of thing you know to create more power or create less power depending where was that at that was I forgot what Communicort was in, but it was neat because it was like a, you know, you pushed up and the the uranium rods raised up, mm-hmm. and then you could see the level, of the energy it was dropping down, mm-hmm. and then they'll say, hey, you're not making enough energy, so you got to lower it down, and if you wanted it, you can make it go all the way down, which I did, and the whole thing would turn red, and it's like it's too hot, it's too hot, so you Melt had to pull down. it out. Yeah, you know, it was, it was getting too hot and stuff. So I like playing that. There was another thing where it was like you're like a little taxi thing. It almost looked like a, a Grand Theft Auto looking kind of map. So it was like an overhead view, and you, you used your finger. And this was like high tech because you could touch the computer screen, and use your finger to guide this little taxi along to where you had to go mm-hmm. in the city to pick up people or go to your destination. You had to drop off somebody. You know, I remember that kind of. Uh, those are the two main games that I played with in Communicore. Hmm. You know, I thought that was pretty killer. You know, that, that was good. I don't know what I learned with the taxi thing. <laughs> Other than the fact that, you know, the whole touchscreen thing was pretty cool. Um, but I did learn stuff about the whole nuclear reactor thing. I thought that was pretty hip. You know, I thought that was neat. Um, but, they, yeah, there was a lot of, uh, but, yeah, I, you know, let's see. Back to fixing the thing. Um, yeah, if we went back to edutainment, you'd have to do it somewhere in a different way. Um, uh, kind of like, uh, kind of like the Horizons thing, I would say. You so know, you would just bring back Horizons, well, bring back World of Motion. The style of not really bring them back. You can't do that anymore. Right. I'd bring you do. You could do something different. I mean, you still. Oh, so anyway, so the new edutainment kind of thing it present people with access to things that they may not be able to. They could read it on the internet, see videos of it, but to have something physically in their hands that they can touch and see something happen. Uh, I'll point back to me playing with the nuclear reactor kind of deal. You know, uh, something uh, exhibits like that. Because, I mean, everybody, you don't really have to bombard them with information because they can, they have access to it. Everybody has like a smartphone. So you have to, I think the way they can get the edutainment thing in uh, back and to tie everything else back to an overall theme um, is to find those things that are uh, like for, say, transportation, you know. Um, But you know what I don't see? It's like I'd love to have a Kuka robotic arm that I could just play with. You know, you know. You think you got to wait on that for what another couple of years? I think Universal has the uh, 
The rides on the Kuka. Yeah. Well, I mean, not a ride, but I mean, you can you can maybe get a robot and do maybe a little simple programming and then maybe have a little assembly line where you actually get to put together a, a car. And if you don't do it right, then the car doesn't come out right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Isn't that kind of similar to a new test track? Something like that. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that whole deal is, but that's all virtual. Yeah. Uh, for me, what I would do, I, I would think, because I, I give it a lot of thought. It, first and foremost, I'd scrap the whole idea of a of, of future world. Because future world, it, it's almost like Tomorrowland. It's just something that you can't keep up with. I, actually, now that I say that, you probably should read that Facebook post that we got because... Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me that kind of... He said the exact same thing I was thinking with regards to that. Um so while we're uh, while we're on the subject, why don't you uh, why don't you read what he said? All right, this is from Christopher S. Again, I won't say uh, last names to protect the innocent, <laughs> um, but you know who you are. Um, he says this is his a, a reply to my inquiry as for how you would fix f- future world. But he says make future world about the future. Have a pavilion that is always changing and updating to showcase things that are being developed by companies around the world. The main problem Future World has always had is that by the time the attractions were built, they were almost out of date. That's okay for Carousel of Progress because it's nostalgic, but Epcot is touted as experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Tear out the Imagination Pavilion and build an Imagineering Pavilion. This one I actually really like. I like this idea. Where people can see the process behind designing attractions and parks. Like the animation building used to be in Hollywood Studios, but with real working Imagineers. This would be an expansion on the Blue Sky Cellar that they have in Disney Disney California Adventure Park. Yeah, that whole Blue Sky Cellar thing. So that was from Chris uh, S. off of our Facebook post. You know, thank you, Chris, for that. Very, very nice. But yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I do too. My thing with that is, I, like, I wouldn't tear. Th- Look, I think that that there is a ride through imagination with figment that needs to be had. Yeah, and but I, I don't think. I mean, there's a lot of space back there. Yeah, and that ride through figment's only a, a portion of it. I mean, where they could they could do both in that pavilion. In other well, you words, got the whole second like, floor. You yes, know, that's, the image works. It's no longer open, which I thought they could have left. Yes. And they absolutely, I love that idea of putting in that blue sky cellar kind of thing where, okay, here's our future attractions. Right. Here's what we're working on. Unfortunately, that's the problem with Walt Disney World. I don't know what it is with that, but I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like, I mean, we would be having the, uh, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Coaster thing out there for like three years now. Yeah. I think, I mean, and beyond that, what else are they, what else, what other model would be out there right now? Um, I guess now the, the, the the Shanghai Disneyland yeah, Pirates I mean, Land if they had a model for that that's not really oh you know what Pro- Downtown Disney whatever they're doing oh, with Downtown yeah. Disney would probably would probably yeah. be there um, Shanghai Disney that would just be cruel to show us what we're not getting um, <laughs> but what I would do with Future World is I kind of reimagine it and, and, and because I, I think the first thing you have to do is you have to rebrand its identity because this whole idea of of, of, of it being future it's just it's not it's not right. future world there, you know mission space uh, you you can make an argument okay that is our future we're going to go to Mars yeah you can make an argument that uh, the, the test track that you're getting is the um, is the car the of later, the future yeah. I suppose you can go ahead and do that. I don't know what I, I don't know how how uh, the dinosaurs over in Universe of Energy really fit into that. Um, well, that would be. I mean, they would consi- uh, I, w- I was thinking they would just consistently make that like 
showing innovations of energy in the future. Uh, you know, dinosaurs being the past of where we were coming from, uh, what they used to use, and just like, you know, alter- I guess continue, actually go more in depth with like alternative fuel source stuff and all that kind of business. Uh, they could, but I mean, it's really... Um, it's just a repeat of what you kind of already got. I mean, where they do kind of make reference. Oh, yeah, and there's that other stuff that we're going to be we're, – we're, we're working on wind and solar, and when it gets yeah. together, we're going to do – I mean, there's that little throwaway kind of mention to it, but it doesn't feel like necessarily like, you know, a homage to the future. Yeah. Um, well, even, that's the thing. Don't throw it away. You know, actually explore it. And, I mean, granted, it's, was it still sponsored by Exxon or whoever it is now? Or mm-hmm. United Technologies? No, United Technologies is living seas. I don't remember who the sponsor is now, if there is one. But, I mean, yeah, granted, a petroleum company that's running the show is not going to really want to talk about alternative fuel sources, you know? That'd be the only other thing. So the only way to do that is get rid of the sponsor and have the freedom to be able to talk about those actual, you know, fuel source things, you know? Like, I wouldn't mind, like, a solar panel display exhibit that, you know, how much does it actually really save you? Mm -hmm. You know, something that kind of... but almost at, like a critical thinking type thing. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like the land. Like you go to the land and they're showing you like it, they've been doing the same thing with vegetables now yeah. for like what? How, how Hydroponics. Many? Yeah, they've been. Oh, my God. Again, with, it's like by now you would have figured like that's the wave of the future. You remember seeing that when you were eight. Yeah. And now it's still like, oh, yes. One of these days, this hydroponics thing is going to really take off. I see, I see that. Well, I see the hydroponics stuff every now and then. Oh, yeah, you do. But I mean, it's but not. It's, you know, I, I like, I mean, that's, that's about the only thing. It's not like a, a major way of, of growing. Right. You know, um, um, but that'd be about the only thing getting from that. It's like, yeah, it's like, you know, I'll go somewhere else. It's like, oh, they're actually doing something. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes hydroponically. I think I saw that in a Sky Mall. You and can do it yourself. <laughs> the seas with Nemo and friends. What does that really have to do with future? What? 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 what, what? Yeah, that was that, <laughs> that. That one I didn't quite get. They, they, Other I mean, than now it's like that's the only. The old future tie-in used yeah. to be that you went to a modern sea base now right. where we lived under the ocean. Right. Um, but yeah, there is no tie-in to this. Even imagination. I, I like. I, I don't even know that there was ever a tie-in as to the future of imagine. How can imagination? Imagination is imagination. There's no well, f- imagination would be the key to your future. You know, because depending on how what your imagination comes out in the present, it determines what your future becomes. Yeah, you know, that's very good, Kevin. But it yeah. still seems like a loose, <laughs> a very loose way of, of tying everything together. Yeah. Whereas to me, the way I was thinking about it is the way you tie all those things together is by scrapping the whole idea of this is future world yeah. and turn into more of this is humanity world, huh? Humanity. Would you keep those same themes though? You could keep the themes, but to me, the overwhelming the overwhelming theme that I get from looking at these pavilions is that of exploration. Yeah, exploration of land, sea, space. Oh, I could like exploration of your imagination, exploration yeah. of our resources in terms of energy, transportation, communication. How exploration seems to be like if I if I had to, and it's tough because so many things just it's kind of like what you just did. It, it you can make it fit, but it, it it's kind of like you're right. you're jamming the square peg into the round hole. But right. this is the best way I could think of going about doing it. It, it, it is to feature a theme of exploration of these. Well, I could different see that. themes and going ahead and, and doing like you don't have to call it like in 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 Disneyland Paris yeah. what, they, what they call they don't call their their Tomorrowland Tomorrowland they call it Discoveryland right call it, all right fine Discoveryland you call that little area there instead of future world or discovery discovery, discovery world discovery world discovery world, world there you case. go discovery world and you can go ahead and you can do that and the only thing like okay the way I looked at it is I would I would keep 
the seas wouldn't even that's yeah. not going to go anywhere i'd keep that this so I, i'm just going to keep that the same you got Nemo and you got Crush. People like doing that. That's yeah. I, 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 do you have any updates to the scene? Well, I was thing? gonna say if I mean I just came up with one as far as exploration. If you're gonna go with that, I mean, granted, the seas are still one of the most un- unexplored areas on Earth. It's oh, like absolutely, the last great frontier, some people would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you could probably. I mean, I would like to see what people are finding out there. You know. Uh, exhibits dealing with that. I mean, I can go to my local aquarium and see a lot of the different animals and fishes and stuff that you have in that particular right. exhibit hall. But uh, how about, I mean, even if it's not real animals, give me exhibits of like, I mean, you know, like all those pe- those fishes that live in the dark, you know, mm-hmm. with no light. You know, how about something like that that, that kind of explains? Well, you used to have that in stuff. the you used to have that in the Nemo ride. Yeah, it used to come out, and that was the, it. Did have the Kukla arm where it, yeah, it, attached but, to it? Yeah, yeah, that just thing sits dormant in the in the corner now. You don't you don't get to see that anymore. But I, look, I, I think that the the technology where you actually see Nemo fit, swing with real fish. That's I love cool. it. Yeah, I, that's cool. I wouldn't take that out. Maybe you take out Turtle Talk, but it's such a small little area. Yeah, I mean, it's like you might as well just go ahead and leave that in. Um. I don't know that there's. I don't know how much more room back there there is to do anything with, and there's so many other. There's so much more help that 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 area needs. Yeah. Um, you know that is. Those are some aquariums that have never broken, from my knowledge. <laughs> you know, I've never heard of those those aquariums breaking ever. That's because you don't see Gill in there. That's right. That's um, right. All right. So then, what I would do then? Okay. So that's the sea, the yeah. land. I do a little tweaking to the land. I don't think I could get away with it, but I really, the fact that soaring is there has always bothered me because I've never understood what soaring has to do with the land. Other than you're soaring over the land. You're soaring, you're just looking down. Oh, land, look. In in many cases, it's not even land. You're you're traveling over an ocean, you know? know? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really a big fan of soaring in the actual land itself. So what I would do with the land is I would keep the living with the land right. I think you got to. Yeah. Once again, not sure how much room there is to, to be done back there. But uh, to yeah, your- I have to see the little moon plants shaking around <laughs> on that little shaking table. But anyway, you got to keep the edutainment a- aspect of it. And I, you know what? Just personal side, I don't think they would ever do it. But just personal side, me per- personally, I'd, I'd like to put a human being back on the boat. Oh, you, dude! I was about to, just about to say that. Yeah, that was one of my fixes. Put a human being back on the boat. Yeah, you know, talk to me. And so the pre-recorded stuff. Yeah, the, the pre-recorded stuff. Now, I mean, it takes a ride that most people are already like, ah, it's boring. I've seen this one. It, it takes it and makes it so impersonal, especially, you know, if it's such a big deal, then why don't you have somebody? It's such a big deal what you're doing back there, and it's so amazing and cutting edge. How come you don't have an actual tour guide? Yeah. How come you have a pre-recorded spiel? Yeah. But um, anyway, other thing that I would do with the land. Um, where they where they have Soren at right now, Yeah. I would take that out of there. Don't worry, I'm going to find a place for soaring. Don't anyone lose their mind. Well, I mean, even if you don't keep soaring, you know, you should. Uh, I would say keep do something with that ride system because mm-hmm. that is definitely unique. Mm-hmm. I'm moving. I'm moving the whole thing, the ride system, and everything. Soaring will exist. It's just not going to exist there. Right in the place of where soaring was, I would put an attraction that exists. So I'm not saying anything. Disney, you got to reimagine this from the ground up and figure out something to put back there. Here's an attraction that they've already made that we've never seen in America, Journey to the Center of the Earth. 
Oh, from uh, Tokyo, Tokyo Dizzy Sea. Yes. Do a whole thing. Okay, we're here. We're exploring the caverns of such and such. Oh, my God. Look, there's an earthquake, and we're going down there. Oh, my God. We're in the center of the earth, and there's a lava monster, and blah, 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 blah. And so there you go. You get a little bit of Ooh. a little thrill attraction there, yeah. and it fits the theme of the land. And they've I already like it. done it. Yeah. Don't have to invest billions in trying to figure out how to go ahead and make it work. It's Actually, already I like done. that. Thank you. Because you know you, you you have an exhibit that shows you what you're doing on the land, mm-hmm. and you have a that movie that shows you living with the land, more or less the whole symbiosis thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have going into the land. The actual cr- you're in the crust you're in the land, magma, yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah. All right. I like that. So, and this is where I go a step beyond. Yeah. All right. I would take the old Wonders of Life Pavilion or something else. Preferably what I'd like to do is I'd love to stick this in the Imagination, imagination Pavilion, but I'm mm-hmm. sure people would scream blasphemy. So uh, we can leave imagination where it is for, for all intents and purposes. But, I mean, you've got the land. You've got the sea. What's missing? The air. Air. Yeah. There you go. Perfect spot for soaring. You're soaring through the air. Oh, yeah. have an air pavilion. Like have exploration of our skies, our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, you, know, you don't have to put it in the imagination. I would love to have all three of those lined up because now you're splitting. Here's our well, although outer space kind of fits in that that theme yeah. as well. But here's our, here's our atmosphere on Earth itself. Go ahead and and have a pavilion like that. You can. Yeah. Tear down uh, wonders of life. Build the new air pavilion. Yeah. Stick Soren in there with all its bells and whistles. And you know, by the way, go ahead and probably do a ride system kind of similar to um, kind of similar to uh, what am I thinking? Luigi's of? flying tires. No, because <laughs> it, it uses air. Yeah, that's that's very clever. Yeah. No, I'm thinking Star Wars, where you never get the same ending. You oh, something sorry, happens, like a, you end up someplace else, and yeah, make it more of a seamless ride. If you well, need they don't it. have to fully tear down Wonders of Life because that ride system is already in that pavilion. Oh, Cranium Command. Yeah, you're right. No, no, um, Body Wars. Is uh, the same, I'm sorry, is Body the same, Wars. Yeah, but not a Soren because you have to lift you up and. Oh, you're talking you. about Soren. Yeah, oh, put Soren yeah. in there. No. Where body that little place, you know what I'm going to put there? What's that? Again, I'm stealing from Tokyo Disney Seas. There's a ride over there called the Storm Rider. You know what that is? Yeah, Storm Rider. Okay. You go out, you you travel around, you go into the storm, and it's a study of the Earth's uh, the, the weather yeah. systems. That that again, keeping with the theme of air. Yeah. You go in there and you shoot a rocket into the, you shoot a fuse or something like that, and it dissipates the storm. But you got to yeah. go through all the stuff to go ahead. Again, nice little thrill ride kind of thing. Keeps with the theme of the air takes an attraction that already exists that people love and now you know, put it on the mainland where people get to go ahead and experience it. Hey, but now I don't have as big a push to go to Tokyo Dizzy Sea if the rides are coming to us, huh? Well, you know, but I'm not saying they have to do these exact same rides. Okay. I'm not saying they have okay. to do the... They can reimagine it to be whatever they want. They can change the film. They can gotcha. change the animatronics. They can do whatever they want to go ahead and do to make it... But in well, all that's honesty, better. Yeah. <laughs> in all honesty, how many people get to go right. to Japan to go ahead and see? So they can tweak it however they want to do to make it different. I'm just picking something that they've already done to kind of demonstrate... It can be done. Yeah. You know, and, and it can be done not, you know, without spending a ton of money. A little more cost effective for yeah. them. Not have to spend a lot. So now you've done land, you've done sea, you've done air. Now you got outer space. That would be mission space, of course, if they still want to keep that. Which, I mean, I don't I don't know what the popularity is over there of that r- attraction of people. I mean, it's like not it. a terrible long wait for that. 
I've always noticed it. that seems to be like the one thing. Like I've never seen crowds. No, and in fact, I don't even know that it's listed. I'm, I'm sure it is listed because yeah. they don't have enough of, of the rides on the Fast Pass Plus. I'm sure Mission Space probably is listed on there, but that's one of the ones that I've never known you really need. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, I think. Just, I mean, I don't know if it's uh, the stories of, of sickness or what it is, but I mean that just has not caught on. So I mean, yeah. you can always do something different. I'd like to see them go ahead and you know. Uh, develop again pavilion to the exploration of outer space maybe yeah. you know do a little bit of a touch on on the past and, and what we have done um keep the ride system the mars yeah. maybe put like a little like again tokyo disney seas did like a little planetarium kind of thing that yeah. they do in there where you kind of get see a rotating solar system you know i'm not uh, suggesting you just lift completely from what they did but i mean take a cue from what they've done because yeah. you know discovery and exploration is going to be key to this yeah. new revamped uh, Discovery World, right? If you right. would, um, uh, you know, the backup just a little bit going back to the land. You know, I was gonna, I was gonna remove Soren as well, mm. but I was gonna uh, replace it with the dinosaur Indiana Jones ride system. You know, and maybe if there's, I don't know if this would be easy to do, but maybe a ride system that enables it to go outside. You know, to okay. where like you're kind of exploring through like maybe like a jungle. Kind of a thing. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. safaris kind of deal, but like I mean, I just exploring the land, you mm-hmm. know, or uh, just roving the earth or something like that. Okay. You know, just something. I didn't really get into much. De- I didn't, couldn't really come up with a good detailed idea of what I would do with that ride system. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's already built in. You're in a jeep. You yeah. Know, in both instances. So I think you know, exploring the land or whatever else, I think would be pretty hip. Some kind of attraction dealing with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it'll take up more footprint than their existing soaring, but I mean, I, I think they have the room, or they can make the room for it, or something like that. Oh yeah, you know, there's plenty of room between imagination and the land. You know, they could figure out something to make that work. You know, I think, I, and that would just that'd be another just you know, well, I guess soaring. Well, yeah, that would be another uh, tier one attraction that would help. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I was thinking of move, bringing that ride system over there. Okay, so it's already a built-in Jeep. You know. Now let me ask you: What would you do about the uh, mission space? What would I do about mission space? Um, I mean, because you can't, and that's part of what I I try to at least be somewhat realistic about it. You can't change every single pavilion over. No, yeah. You can't. You know, you you have to focus on the one that need the most TLC, and you got to try and do it in a way that's going to be somewhat cost effective. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, it's like I, I would keep that ride system only because it's unique to the Disney properties. I mean, I yeah. don't think there's. I mean, yeah, it's a Gravitron ride, and so, you know, a lot of fairs have a Gravitron sort of thing or a centrifugal force type of ride, uh, but uh, Disney doesn't really have a ride like that, and then the way that they did it, I mean, you wouldn't even know you're on a Gravitron. I thought uh, the theming of it was actually pretty slick, um, but what I would do with uh, Mission Space, uh, I had trouble with this one. I mean, there's, there's a, you know... It, I, at one point, I was like, "Well, let's bring back Mission to Mars." <laughs> you know, we'll put it there and pretend like we're going to Mars. <laughs> but you know, then that was that that was just silly because um, I think I was listening to a podcast that was talking about it. You know, but anyway, um, um, space. Uh, I mean, what else would you do with just like a space type ride? I guess you know, Wally. Well, you know, you know. Here's the thing. I, I thought about um, you know, give us an exp- a zero G experience. 
You know, what would it be like without gravity? But then how would you pull that off, you know? Oh, God, yeah, you can. I mean, the only way you could do that is take them in a ship and then blast them up into yeah. the sky until you reach. Well, they got those airplanes, but that's that's yeah. doesn't work either. But And even that makes you sick. Yeah. I mean, maybe they can come up with Imagineer some kind of, I mean, granted, this might take for a while, but some kind of technology that uh, makes you feel like you're weightless, so to speak, you know? No, that. would not be a Gravitron. I think that would be, that, that was... That would be my ultimate blue sky fix for that pavilion. Because mm-hmm. how many people get to experience weightlessness, you know? Not me these days. <laughs> I know. I, I definitely haven't. <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm weightfulness. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's how I was thinking about handling that one. Mm-hmm. But that was a toughie. You know, that one's a toughie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you could do something with Wally for that. I, I do. Oh, yeah, I guess you could. If, yeah. you, if you really wanted to go ahead and force that in there. But like I said, I tried to go ahead and, and, and approach it from a standpoint of let's, you know, let's not just go. I mean, there's blue sky in there is ridiculous. Right. <laughs> uh, I tried to not go completely ridiculous as it is. I'm taking, What'd you do with uh, Spaceship Earth? Yeah, you Did gotta you leave it, it alone because uh, it's beautiful and it's uh, the only thing I don't like is I don't like when the, the picture thing that they project you onto the screen oh, that yeah, never yeah, works. Yeah. I mean, they just they never they they don't have a finale to that ride. That that is one thing that kills them with Spaceship Earth is that there's no real uh, satisfactory finale to that ride. They keep trying to do something there and it's just not working. You know, it was weird that when we went, that was the first time that it hasn't worked for me. Really? It hardly ever works for me. I mean, really? generally it'll work like for one of us, not the other one, or just not both of us. I mean, there was no big, or, or like just our faces will be so cut poorly. Yeah. Uh, that was the first time I've ever seen it where it's just like, yeah, we're not even trying. Right. Uh, but I would probably leave Spaceship Earth alone. Maybe you can go ahead and redo the dialogue to kind of, you know, emphasize the, the the theme of exploring uh different ways of communication with one another uh, communicating with one another but i think that's pretty much there within it well, where you, you know don't really... i could now that you mentioned that i could deal with uh you know instead of communication all those show scenes dealing with like, different explorers from around the world yeah you know yeah, through history yeah like of course you you know you'd have christopher columbus you know you'd mm-hmm. have the uh well then you get to the moon scene mm-hmm. at the top of the the spaceship boat you could you can like uh um, the astronauts that went to the moon, you or know, e- the explorers, even Steve thing. Jobs exploring technology. You know, yeah. it would, hell, you could do a whole t- a pavilion to technology if you wanted to, and uh, exploring uh, where technology is going to lead. But again, I actually, feel- that's what I was going to do with the what? Are, what do they call them? Not communicores. Uh, Intervention. Intervention. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I got I got stuck on Retro Epcot. I couldn't <laughs> remember the actual new name. Um, Retro but, Epcot School. Yeah, but that would be uh, uh, the whole. That would be my fix for the whole tech. Just like fill it up with tech, man. <laughs> you know, maybe have like a, 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 a put Iron. Well, you can't put Iron Man in there, but can you put a um, Tony Stark in there? You know, not as Iron Man, or I maybe his dad. Maybe his dad. Ca- still characters. Can you use the Marvel dad? And, and his dad would be talking about different tech. That's that's for the lawyers to figure yeah. out. <laughs> can they spin it that way, Disney lawyers? What, sure. what do you think, man? You know, uh, let's say let's pretend that they can. But I, I would love to have all that kind of stuff. You yeah. Know? Oh, absolutely. That'd Robotic cool. arms and all that kind of business. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I could totally see a spaceship Earth revamped into like an explorers because that'd be kind of interesting too. Yeah. You're dealing with that. 
Now, for imagination, you know, I kind of felt like, yeah, I liked, uh, his name was Christopher, right? Yeah, Christopher, yeah. I like Christopher's idea, and, and that's kind of, we got into this earlier, that I think you keep the imagination right in there, not the one that currently exists. No, that, that does need to go. Yeah. But that I do believe that there needs to be a, a blue sky seller type yeah. of uh, coming attractions, and, you know, would it be nice to see the Imagineers working? Sure. But, uh, you know, that's the kind of thing, like, you know, when, when, they're, when they're doing a movie, you kind of see little stills here and there, you know, yeah. releasing concept art and stuff like that. I, you know, as long as it takes for Disney to, to build a ride, I don't know. I don't know how well that would work out for them if, if, if they want that kind of information yeah. out there. Uh, but, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see models from stuff that almost got built. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing the models for Beastly Kingdom or something like that. Oh, that'd uh, be neat. Yeah. You know, I think like a nice little uh, hallway shrine to things that you know have been built, kind of similar to what they do over there at One Man's Dream over there in Hollywood Studios. You know, it's funny that you say that because that was going to be my thing for the Imagination Pavilion was to make, like take One Man's Dream and move it over here mm-hmm. and make that pavilion dedicated. Like you could put, you could bring the existing One Man's Dream attraction mm-hmm. and put it in the upstairs where the image work was. Mm-hmm. That, that that'll take care of that space. And then the movie that was attached to One Man's Dream, of course, there's a movie theater right next door. Mm-hmm. You could just place it in there. Granted, it's not the action-packed, nice. multi-sensory thing, but still, it's it's a great thing to have. But then you, I mean, you could have a uh, like a ride-through of, of Walt Disney himself. You know, like one of the ultimate imagine uh, imagination minds, mm-hmm. imaginative minds that existed in in. in this particular century, I guess, mm-hmm. not century, well, that past century, you know, recent times. Let's yeah. say it like that. Um, you know, one of the greatest imaginations to come around. You know, let's explore his imagination. You know, mm-hmm. what what kind of stuff did you have? You know, if you wanted to, you could throw a little bit into Michael Eisner's kind of stuff. You know, because he apparently, what the rumor is, is he had, he always tons of ideas, and maybe one out of like a like ninety or hundred things were like a gold. You know? Yeah, but that one thing was really good. Yeah, you know. I wouldn't mind knowing some, you know, maybe a little side on him as a past president and what he's coming up with. And then maybe a little thing with Iger or maybe even Lasser. I think Lasser is really, really creative. Oh, Lasser is, without a doubt, I mean, to me. Super it, creative. You know? Yeah. I think it kind of went like as far as the creative geniuses of, of our of our time. It went from yeah. Walt Disney it, to me. Walt Disney to Jim Henson to yeah. now John Lasseter. As being, you know, one of those, one of those super, guys. Super, yeah, creative. So let's explore those guys. You know? Yeah. Walt Disney. Make make a big Walt Disney, you know, imagina- Imagination Pavilion would be an ode to him. Because mm-hmm. he's the guy that came. That, that would have been my thing. I don't know if that would have tied into an overall theme. Like, I had trouble getting an overall theme going. But I'm, I'm starting to buy into the whole exploration thing. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like how you, you came up with that. No, thank you very much. Stuff, but that, that was it, nice. it, was, it was just trying to figure out what all those things had in common. Now, what'd you do with the test track thing? Well, first of all, I just, I, just to touch on one last thing, I do think that that Figment Rod needs to be in there. I think Figment is a great character. Oh, wonderful, I, unique. I'd love to see, yeah, but I want to see them doing something akin to what they do with Spider Man over there in Universal Studios where, I mean, you can't take this ride that's about imagination. Now, obviously, I don't want it to be quite to that extent to where it's too frightful for children of of small ages. But put the the 3D glasses on and and it's kind of a 4D track. You're not sure what's real, what's fake because when you're dealing with the the whole concept is you're letting your imagination run wild and and exploring all these different things that you can do and really the ride never never really demonstrates anything except makes – makes it you smell a skunk yeah you know you see an upside down room it really does not represent imagination going wild i mean they could really do things where you felt like you floated upside down where you felt like you know um 
Optical illusions or something. Optical. You, know? you could do so much more than what they're doing over there, and and that ride just needs to be redone. And more it, of the disappearing butterfly kind yes. of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Uh, I, that to me is like the coolest effect that I re- that I, I I remember from that ride. I mean, that is and, neat. Yeah, it is. You know? And you're dealing with people who deal with imagine. You can't just get rid of imagine here, uh, uh, the imagination pavilion. You can't just, you know, not do like an attraction. Like you have, you have people, imaginative people, imagineers working for you every day. You can come up with some kind of tribute to imagination where you just explore all the different things. You know, the, the, the screen could go dark and next thing you know, you're in a scary place and yeah. all of a sudden it goes bright and you, whatever it could do. There's so much I mean, more. Heck, they can do not just Disney, but you can just make it a, a tribute to Imagineers, you know, of the past and present, I guess. Yeah. You know, you could, I wouldn't mind because a lot of, you know, I guarantee you the, the normal Joe doesn't really know a lot of names. Like I wouldn't mind that either. And and I just want to see Figment in there. Yeah. Figment was a big part of my child. And oh. I don't want Figment talking. Like Figment, if I remember correctly, Figment didn't used to talk. And then I'm, Billy Barty came in and did the voice. And now, you know who does the, the voice of, of Figment now? Who? Dave Goles. You know who that is? No. Gentleman does uh, Gonzo for the Muppets. Oh, really? Yeah. If, if you ever listen to, uh, you ever listen to him talk, it, it's Gonzo from the Muppets. Uh, Oh, Same wow. guy does Gon- Gonzo does Benson Honeydew, but that's the guy who does the voice of Figment now. No now, kidding. Now that Billy Barty's gone. Right, right. Um, no kidding. Interesting. Right. So that's imagination. I think we covered communication. Communication was uh, the spaceship, spaceship Earth. I'm sorry. Um, so where were we going next with it? Well, I was going to just... I don't know. Well, I was going to say bring back the Odyssey restaurant or some kind of restaurant Thank you. there. I forgot about the Odyssey. I'm yeah. glad that you said that. That does deserve to have a restaurant, a really nicely done restaurant. Uh, or do I, something with that building. I, <laughs> you know? I still want to call the Odyssey. I mean, it seems like such a great... It, it's one of those things where you pass by and it's like, oh, I'd so love to eat in that place. That place looks like the greatest place in the world. And then you, you see like past pictures of it and you're looking at it like, wow, that, that's all they really did with it. It looked yeah. like they can be such a really awesome restaurant. It, well, it used to be a sit-down. And then they turned it into a counter service. Yeah, it was like a buffet style yeah. thing you were explaining to me. Yeah, yeah it was... Um, it's interesting because I remember you had to get reservations. To it, and I never, I never ate at it when it was a sit down. Yeah, but I went there when it was a counter service, and I was like, yeah, this is, it's all right, it's convenient. But was it when we were down there? We were talking about you know every time we see the Odyssey, it's like a dance club. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Guano Joe's in there. Yeah, Guano Joe's partying. Away. Yeah, yeah, Guano Joe. Have him up in there. That would be for Black Magic, the podcast, whenever that comes out. But how cool would it be to like, move the Adventures Club there? Oh, God. You, uh, know? you just hit on another sore spot. Because, I me. mean, you know, it's like you're, you're about to, you know, you go from one particular world, you go there, you, you do your Adventures Club thing, mm-hmm. and then you go out into the world, you know, and you explore the countries. And then all the people that explore the countries and stuff come back to the Adventures Club and they talk about their experiences. You know? Great transition. That's awesome, you know, dude. It's a, it's a good little transition that they could have off, tucked away off to the side. And, you know, maybe one of the rooms could still be a dance hall. You could still have an <laughs> Adventures Club dance off kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, why not? I mean, that, that'd be fun. I wouldn't mind that. That'd be kind of hip. I think so. And that, that would fit with your whole Explorers theme, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm glad you, you threw in a little Odyssey in there because yeah. I don't think the Odyssey gets as much love in it. It, is, it really is. It's one of those things where if you mentioned Odyssey, even to like, a, like not necessarily, I wouldn't say like a casual Disney yeah. fan because, I mean, if you go once a year, I don't think you can, be, you can be described as a casual Disney fan. Right. But there are Disney fans that do go once a year that don't really get themselves involved with the history and the... Yeah. 
but everyone, everyone, even if you want to, they just know what the Odyssey is. Yeah. And because at some point in time you pass it, and it looks, it's so conspicuous, and it's such a big building, and it looks like it should be something really, really awesome. Yeah. And you, 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 you're drawn by it over the open water, and in such a, a conspicuous spot, and you go there, and it's nothing. Yeah. And you, it's I, nice bathrooms. Uh-huh. It's a, a good baby care center, first aid center. It's a great way to bypass Duffy. Mm-hmm. Duffy's <laughs> little uh, exhibit if you wanted to bypass Duffy. It's a straight shot from like test track to the margaritas, <laughs> you know, or whatever your your poison is. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to do something there, you know, something off the beaten path. And yeah, if it was like an Adventures Club thing and you heard the music pumping and you saw the neon lights or whatever else with Adventures Club mm-hmm. and you're walking through that main thoroughfare, you know, like that between World Showcase and Epcot and you look to your left and it's like, I mean, I'm sorry, from Future World to World Showcase, you look to your left and you see this like this wild looking building. Mm-hmm. That would draw me there, big time. You know, mm-hmm. aside from the fact if I heard thumping music, <laughs> you know, I think that that'd be actually pretty cool. You just want a place to dance now that they've gotten I rid am, of Paradise man. Pier. That's right. Yeah, I want my my eight tracks. <laughs> I like I like the eight tracks. I mean, Paradise That's Island. It. What am I saying? Paradise Island. Par- uh, Paradise Island. Yeah, within par- Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Pleasure Island. Paradise Pier. That's out in uh, Disneyland. Yeah. It's so late. Yeah, it's late. <laughs> oh. um, but anyway, what other fixes do you got? Do you anything else? Well, all, all that's really left okay. So we've got energy and we got test track. Oh, those are the last two. Those are the last two. We, we pretty much, we've covered Spaceship Earth. We've covered Imagination. We've covered Land, Sea, uh, Space. And I added in, you know, letting air take the place of um, oh, Body of Wars. Life. Yeah, Body Wars. Yeah. Wonders of Life. Kind Wonders of, thing. of Life. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, energy, uh, you want to take this or? Um, explore. Uh, well, um, you can go ahead. I just thought an idea. If, well, let me see what you said because I just thought about the whole. You know, people are exploring or looking for energy, so mm-hmm. that kind of fits into more your theme kind of yeah, deal. I, I think that riding through. I, think, I don't think anyone wants to touch that nice air conditioned ride that lasts for thirty minutes. Oh, I don't think they want to mess with that crowd gobbler. Yeah, <laughs> while sitting down, there's dinosaurs, there's all kinds of cool stuff. I think it's fine the way it is. The only thing I would say is either get rid of Ellen or have Ellen do an updated version of this thing. Cause Bill Nye doesn't look anything like the Bill Nye that you, you see on that screen. Actually, you know, I'm going to tie it into what I was going to do. I was going to, you know, I liked the energy pavilion. I was going to keep it. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of mentioned it before about, you know, exploring and you know, talking about more of the alternative stuff. Mm-hmm. But I would actually have, br- well, number one, I'd bring in the pre-show, I'd bring back those mosaic uh, movie screen things. Mm-hmm. I forgot what they called it. There's a term for it, but you know how they used to move. Um, did you ever see it before it was Ellen? Yeah, I saw it before it was Ellen. I mean, do I remember it as well? No, because no. I've been on the Ellen version of it so many times. Yeah. But I would bring that um, that pre-show back with the moving screens because that was just really cool. Um, I kind of do remember that. Was that on the floor? Yeah, you had, you, there was no seats, so you sat on the floor. But the the pre-show screen, you know, had right now everything just stays open. You notice mm-hmm. there's some screens that are just jutting out. Yeah. Because uh, they're all tiles, mosaic right. okay, tiles. Okay, okay. Yeah. But they used to change depending on what you saw on the screen. It was actually really, really neat. Yeah. But anyway... Um, so I was going to bring that back and then, uh, I was going to actually bring back Ellen and Bill Nye, you know, <laughs> Bill Nye, you know, of course his name's still out there. We talked about this last show. Um, yeah, bring him back and talk about other stuff, you know, actually going maybe more in depth detail, you know, kind of thing of, uh, alternative fuel sources or whatever else, or if he wants to debate about 
creation of the world. Yeah. Um, as far as the Bill Nye, wouldn't it be cool if like they kind of did like a thing where you know showing off a little bit of technology where Ellen and and, and Bill they're doing a thing. All of a sudden, old Ellen and old Bill show up and they're like, guys, guys, we got to warn you, Judy's gone back in time. Well, like a Back to the Future <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. That'd like be a awesome. Back to the Future thing where old Bill and new Bill meet. Yeah, you know, old Bill and old Ellen meet. You know, yeah, uh, young Bill and Ellen. That would be kind of cool. But yeah, look, I I really you know. I, I would, I would, I would definitely tweak the pre-show, but I mean, as far as the dinosaurs and everything like that goes, it's fine. It's great. It's yeah. cool to be immersed in that. Uh, maybe a new couple of new dinosaur effects, but I mean, really, you know, or maybe fix some of the existing dinosaurs. Yeah, that would be good too. But you know, for the most part, um, I, I think that that I think that it works for what it is, and, yeah. and, and it, the other ones are the ones that kind of need more love and attention. Makes whereas sense. this just needs a maybe a new. Uh, pre-show, a new show that I'm saying pre-show, but I'm, I mean like a show that carries a theme forth. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And the ride system is pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. You know, having that thing was oh that? the moving theater, yeah, yeah, the moving theater, and it's guided by an eighth-inch thick wire, and it's powered partly by the solar panels on the roof. That's cool. That whole idea that was that that that's just cool. Mm-hmm. You know, keep that. You got to figure out a way to keep that thing. Um, all right, so I guess the last thing would be: Did we talk about test track or how? Would test we do track's that? the last thing. Test track's the one I've had the most difficulty with because I mean I don't like the new test track. Yeah, but I do like the way you zoom around. I mean, the only thing I would say I would say, and and f- unfortunately, I don't think Disney really has control of this because this is, it's in the hands of um, GM. Yeah, GM. So I mean, I know like. It, story i heard was that they, they wanted to go ahead and they wanted to do a tron ride and jim's like yeah no that's all cool and all but we don't really want to do that what else you got yeah and they kind of took it this kind of version what i would do in there is i would do more of a um world of motion kind of meets a test track original test track i yeah. would take out all that you design your own car you design your own car kind of thing who knows maybe there's a way to do it where you ride in a car and at one point in time it's like you're going through the 50s and this is the kind of car that you're dealing with and then next thing you know you're going through the 60s and 70s and you know your car changes and you can get into like materials of how the cut what the car was made mm-hmm. uh kind yeah. of thing that kind of thing I, I would i would like to see it represent because basically the story that it has right now is terrible anyway i mean basically yeah. you're, you're just hanging in there for that one part where you just zoom around the track outside as fast as possible so the, I, I really do think that the story inside is really kind of irrelevant mm-hmm. but i would like to see them do a thing where they go ahead and um you know display cars throughout the year to give it a little bit of a, a you know a little bit of a um, what do you call it? The uh, the world of motion um, added into test track. World of motion is the pre show, the, the the show that leads you up to where you, what you're driving nowadays. And the yeah. next thing you know, you end up in future car and zooming around the track. And then when you exit out of the ride, I mean, obviously you exit still in that showroom. But in, in addition to like the new models being there, there's some of like you know some antique older models, right? That you see that does that, that does kind of celebrate uh, the history of oh like a history of vehicles actually yes. I would dig that mm-hmm. that would actually be really cool yeah because I've I always like wanted to see like a Model T mm-hmm. and maybe even sit in a Model T that it's funny you said that was the exact I mean, car I was thinking of granted it's Ford <laughs> so I, I I guess it would be the whatever GM's car back then right. To go against, uh, I mean, I don't know if GM was around when Ford was doing his Model T, but maybe something like that, you know. But I think, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. That would that would be kind of cool. My thing, I was, I had nothing for it as far as tying into a theme other than like, you know, how about maybe like a, a complete NASCAR experience, <laughs> 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 you know, 
you go through, you're racing around, then you pull into a pit, you know, because I've always wondered what it felt like to sit in the car while they're doing all the things with the tires and stuff. You know, you could have these little robotic arms just come out and zzz, 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 put on the tires, <laughs> and then boom, you go around the track. You're gone. You know that kind of a thing. Pit stop. Or maybe even you know maybe like history of like car racing. That was another thing I was going with. Like maybe when you do the big loop outside, it's like a uh, um, the big round loop, the the speed loop part toward the end. That could be like the NASCAR thing, and then maybe mm-hmm. you have like a Formula One thing where you have all the curves and stuff mm-hmm. um, on the inside, and maybe you have like um, whatever that off-road racing is with the Jeeps and trucks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you could have one point, I think there's a straightaway where they used to do like the brake tests uh, in, the, in the old ride, the old test track. Maybe that could be like uh, drag racing, funny car racing or something <laughs> like that, you know? Maybe, you know, uh, that, that was... Uh, uh, I mean, I had nothing for that other than just coming up with goofy stuff, you know? I like it. It would, it would blow my exploration theme, but I, I do like it. I mean, it, something needs to be done there. Yeah. And um, it, I guess I just didn't put a whole lot of thought into it because, like, again, you, you want to reimagine things, but you also want to be realistic. And in being realistic, you know they just retweaked this ride. You know that GM is And that's really, one of their hot rides still. Yeah. Yeah. And GM's the one who put it in there, and GM's the one who decided on the theme of it. And so we can talk forever, but you know, it, it that's really why it's one of the ones I didn't really consider so much because, you know, I knew there was a theme in, in mind that you go ahead and do, but the ride system itself is fine. Yeah. The, the zooming around the track is fine. It's just, you know, that one little element to kind of fit in with theming. I'd like them to go ahead and add that. Ah, makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so you have anything else regarding fixing Epcot? I mean, I, I exhausted all my ideas. I but you got the Odyssey involved. I mean, what about Illuminations? You go with Illuminations? I love Illuminations. I like Illuminations. I'm good with that. My I mean, favorite I'm sure firework. They, they can keep that and maybe even tweak it, another version of it. Some people it. have a problem with the Epcot entryway. You? The Epcot entryway? Yeah, with the stones jutting out. They say it makes it look like tombstones. Like oh. it's. It's hard for me to. I guess. I mean, I, I love. It. I, I've always liked it. I've never thought of those things as like tombstones. Yeah, if I was somebody that didn't know what they were, mm-hmm. you know, I may not dig them so much. But then also, you know, it, it all points towards Spaceship Earth. So it reminds me of like plate tectonics and exactly things That's what, jutting up and going up. Thank you. But so it doesn't really bother me, especially because I know what they were. I mean, mm-hmm. it was this, the, what was it, Save a Legacy thing? Leave a Legacy. Leave a Legacy yeah. thing where you had etchings of, you know, you paid and you get your face on that little, those monoliths or whatever mm-hmm. else. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I don't mind it. Me either. You know, it's, I, I, it's different, you know. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know, maybe uh, change, the, do something different with it. You know, maybe like buy a brick or something. Or like we can put your name on a little plate that goes on the monolith or something. I don't know. I I, I don't know. <laughs> You're fine with it. I'm fine with. Uh, yeah, okay. it doesn't bother me. I, I like it. You know, it, I'm I'm okay with it. Right. Um, you don't want them to put the wand back, right? <laughs> the wand. No, no wand. No Epcot 2005. Okay. No World Showcase. I mean, actually, you know, bring back the name Epcot Center. How about that? A center of something. Hmm. Instead of just Epcot. No problem with that. I like you center. know, uh, you know, uh, just one last thing with the whole thing with the imagination and having like a Disney kind of pavilion, you know, honoring him. Um, my whole premise behind that was uh, to make sure that people just 
knew that Disney was a person. <laughs> yeah. He was actually a person, not just a corporate name or mm-hmm. a title, name of a company or something like that. Yeah. That Walt Disney was actually somebody that yeah. came up with all this stuff. So I, I don't think a lot of people know. You know I mean, I mean, the people that are in the know know. Mm-hmm. Your regular Joe who doesn't really care might know, but maybe doesn't know. And the kids, if they weren't taught, then they probably definitely don't know that Walt Disney was a man. I mean, I, not only that, I mean, all the, like, I don't know if you remember this one's getting a little off topic, but yeah. I mean, I wanted to, to cover it when it happened. I just don't think we did a show that week or something happened yeah. when Meryl Streep ran her mouth um, about how horrible of a person Walt Disney was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and to hear somebody who's so respected as an actress just go ahead and volunteer to, to, to bash somebody right. for no real reason... And and to be so wrong about most of the stuff that she said to where it's either I can't remember what her comments were, but I think she alluded to the he hated Jews kind of thing, which would really um, I believe the Sherman brothers weren't they Jewish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that he hated African Americans, and Floyd Norman was one of the uh, Imagineers at the time. Yeah. that's really spoken up and doing like that's just not true. Right. Um, he hated women. Mary Blair. I mean, uh, what was Mark Davis's wife? Um, Alice Davis. Alice Davis. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, just so many things. And who's to say there? You know, look, yeah, he, like you said, he was a man. Yeah. And, and as such, you're imperfect, and, and you make mistakes, and you do dumb things sometimes. And and I'm sure. I mean, we know he smoked. Yeah. You know, even though he tried to hide it, I mean, it's like that's not like it's, um, it's unknown. And no one saying the dude was perfect, and that he he's the guy who thought up all the. I mean, the the person that 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 most people agree seems that needs to be credited with the look of Mickey Mouse is, is a Biworks. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, no one's really necessarily saying that he was a complete genius and, and he um, came up with everything, everything that you saw, but he's the one who brought it all together. He's the one that, you know, shot down what he thought were the bad ideas, kept the good ideas, plus the good ideas. Yeah. And then, you know, um, made it into what we all appreciate today. So to have something that does remind you that he was a man, he did exist and he did. Yeah extraordinary things i would love to see somewhere in walt disney world they uh, address that i just don't know you know maybe now that diane disney miller is gone i mean that that's the last of all i mean roy's gone diane yeah. disney miller's gone um immediate family i guess yeah i don't know that there's much in the way of immediate family left so where if they did want to do an attraction paying homage to walt that the family wouldn't think it tacky or yeah um so who knows i I don't know and i'm not even sure if that's the right thing to do but i i would like to see it yeah i would like i don't think it's disrespectful i like i like future generations to know that walt disney was a person i mean walt made abraham lincoln into a real figure, a real live dimension, three yeah. dimensional. <laughs> what am I saying? A real live person who who once existed. Yeah. Walt took him and made him into an animatronic yeah. stereotype of what you expected. That and, and yeah. yeah. So I, if he did that to to Abraham yeah. Lincoln, who he held in such high esteem, I, I don't think Walt would care too much. Yeah. Well, yeah. see, that's the thing. It's it's like it give it would give future generations hope, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like if a simple human like him, mm-hmm. with his imperfections or with his successes was able to develop something as grand as this mm-hmm. that we're, you know, most people have podcasts and blogs and stuff over. Then there's no reason why little Jimmy sitting in some corner of the world couldn't think of something like that too. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, uh, there, there's an element of a hope in there. Cause you know, that's, that's where he came from. I'm, I'm proud to say my daughter's three. She knows who he is. That's good. I think I told the story on the, I'm not sure if I told the story on, on the show before I think, but I think I told the story to you before about yeah. watching the trailer for, 
saving Mr. Banks for the very first time with yeah. Lily, my daughter, being in the room. And she'd seen pictures from around the house. And like yeah. well, I got the little partner statue in, my, in our bedroom and stuff. And as soon as Walt Dis- as soon as Tom Hanks says Walt Disney comes on the screen, she looks at him like, that is Walt Disney. Oh, good and, for her. And she just knew. And <laughs> good for her. We were like so impressed. Like, oh, Lily, you're so smart. That's so great. And then next thing you know, every old guy with a mustache was Walt Disney. Daddy's Walt Disney. He's like, no, no, baby, that's not no. Walt Disney. That's Tom Selleck is not Walt yeah. Disney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Yeah, we'll end with that one. Yeah. That's, that's just funny. <laughs> because I was actually trying to think of somebody who might actually look like, but Tom Selleck just destroyed any ability <laughs> I have to think rationally about who I have that mustache. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. But anyway, you know what that music means. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's late. You know, I'm, I'm glad you all listened to the show. This is actually a long way. I might have to split this one in two. Well, maybe. In twain, that music cool. used to mean it was time for me to go to the bathroom, but uh, we we took breaks this time. We couldn't survive any other way. Yeah, we couldn't do that. We were really operating okay. on little sleep. So anyway, um, do my normal spiel, man. If you want to get in touch with us, it's magicrway@gmail.com. You know, send us all your thoughts, Disney talk, things you want us to talk about. You know, if you have any thoughts on anything that we've done, as far as our shows, uh, things I talk about. I did a whole. Uh, you know, I like the show for last week about the the, the difference between the carnival things. Uh, you know, uh, the carnival versus Disney cruises. If you had any experiences similar to mine or whatever else, I'd love to hear it. You know, just kind of see what everybody else is kind of getting. If you're on a different carnival boat, and that and the other, email us whatever. G- uh, MagicRway at gmail dot com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Absolutely, you know, definitely follow us. We'll follow you back, and I'll even send you a little personal message. You know, Kevin will reply like to you. Yeah, I will reply to you. I'm, it's like when I started this whole thing with Twitter, I, I made sure like if you followed me, I'll give you a special thanks. You know, a, uh, maybe unique somewhat or whatever. Uh, but I'll definitely, you know, because I, I just I just think that's important. You know, I'll, I, I you know I like being able to directly connect with the fans and stuff or, or potential listeners and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, now Facebook too, you can follow like our page. You know, you can follow us on there, and we'll send uh, we'll send some uh, the same kind of updates and everything else. We'll probably be able to go into more detail with some more with more articles because I can type more. <laughs> the whole 140 ca- 120 character, or I don't know how many character, the limited number of characters you can type on a Twitter kind of bothers me. 140. Oh yeah, it bothers me. I'm long. You always talk about how long I text. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's impressive. Yeah, I, I don't break up my texts. I, no. I just like you know, I'm writing War and Peace, stream, stream of consciousness kind of thing. It's yeah. nice, but anyway, yeah, that whole thing. But on, on Facebook, I could type as long as I want, so mm-hmm. you know, I could post stuff there, articles, I think you know, I can I can do more detail. So follow us on there. Um, uh, you could listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Blue Barrier, um, anywhere you can uh, rate us and review us, man, do it. You know, so if you listen to us on iTunes, leave us a rating and a review. You know, it, it all helps in some weird way. I'm not exactly sure how, but you know, I'm sure it does something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, th- that's pretty much it. Those are the ways you can get us in touch with us at the moment. You know, we still have thinking about our website, still thinking about YouTube and all that kind of business. We still haven't moved on that for yet, but. You you know, I just moved on the Twitter thing, and so <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, I'll be hanging on that for a while. But anyway, you know, we do this for the kindness of our hearts because we enjoy talking about Disney. And you know, if you enjoy Disney too, we'd love to hear from you and talk, chat Disney with you. So anyway, on that note, um, for Magic Our Way number thirty six, my name is Kevin, and I'm Danny. Magic out.